Hello. Hi, Kim. Hi, Logan. Oh, fun time now. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. First of all, it has been a week, like a very long week. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe we should talk about it because last time we ended the episode with, you know, telling people we were going to be seeing each other in person. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we can briefly talk about, we saw each other in person and I got to hug Kim and we had breakfast together and like- I know it was wonderful it it was was just one of those like it feels like we have honestly I mean we really have known each other for a long time at this point but it's it just it didn't feel like any one of those awkward kind of things of like do I really know this person no I know Logan and it was just wonderful to finally see her in person so (laughs) yeah I know it was literally just like a continuing of a conversation you Mm -hmm. know like sometimes you like text or message back and forth with people and then you meet them and you're like, that's, you're not what mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's awkward. This was mm-hmm. like smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so good. And we got to meet the rest of the pod squad in person, which mm-hmm. was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss everyone. <laughs> at this point, you've probably seen a fair amount of photos that we've probably shared or liked at this point, which, yeah, mm-hmm. once again, I will, those were amazing precious memories I would never I would not trade the world for so so good Mm -hmm. I did post a couple of photos of us together on the Instagram Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because we had talked about it on the pod so I was like well Mm -hmm. here it is Mm -hmm. um so that was really fun and I can't wait until we can do it again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was like the beginning of the of the week basically like the end of last week beginning of this week was like recovering from that mm-hmm. <laughs> and the depression oh, just a little post vacation blues I would say I know and I had a cold thanks mm. to the airport Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> that was that was fun um I still have a little bit of it so if I sound a little hoarse or stuffed up that would be why um so yeah it's been it's been a bit of a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's good because we got a new fire country mm-hmm. to watch and new rookie and new all the shows that we love like the rookie crossover event was last week and mm-hmm. just good stuff mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um so it's been busy but good mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so now that we are officially in our fire country era um, this is our second episode mm-hmm. covering Fire Country. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start with Fire Country news. So going forward, if we talk about One Chicago, which we probably will touch on it, um, it'll be at the end, just like as a part of the things that bring us joy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. We are now fully covering Fire Country. And I feel very happy to say that because I love this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm well and i mean even the first bit of news is that they got a full season order they did and so we get to still make plenty of episodes about fire country which i know you know we were obviously hopeful of it but you know it's tv can never have too many hopes when it comes to tv yeah and so that was wonderful news because it's like we're clearly enjoying it and so i want to cover it more and yeah i mean once again you're beholden to network tv and it's like they could easily choose not to give you a full season order but we had our suspicions and it's nice to have our suspicions confirmed well 
Yeah, I mean, the numbers were really good for the mm-hmm. premiere and for the second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, Kevin Alejandro been like keeping up with his Instagram and he mm-hmm. directed episode eight. And when he posted about rapping, mm-hmm. he called the episode before the mid-season finale. And I was like, oh, he knew. Episode eight is the episode before the season finale. Then they got to know that they're like getting a full season. Um, so yeah that was sort of like a hint before the official announcement but it was it's always nice to have like the official you know mm-hmm. we're confident in this show it's getting mm-hmm. the full season mm-hmm. announcement and there was a little video on the social media fire country social media like official page where of them like telling the cast mm-hmm. it was really cute they mm-hmm. all look like they have so much fun together and that makes me happy mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the first bit of news, which is super exciting. Uh So we are at the beginning of a journey now. We know Uh that it's we're going to be covering this until the spring. Uh So Uh this is very exciting. Uh Um, Uh The second thing is like some casting news. So like next episode, we're going to meet a new character named Rebecca Lee, played by Fiona Renee, I think is the actress's name. I think I'm saying that right. Um, And she... I'm very intrigued because uh-huh. the press photos, she looks like she's like, she's got some fire in her. Like she's a uh-huh. spitfire and I'm hands on her hips. You she's, know, I'm she's going to go toe to toe with Bodie and it's going to be real interesting. And I'm very looking forward I, to it. I hope so. Like the, um, the, there was like TV line or something. No. Yeah. Cause it was like the ask the TV line where they uh-huh. do the ask whatever article and they asked for any news on fire country and the blurb was like Bodhi catches the attention of Rebecca Lee, who's a, a lawyer uh-huh. that I don't I can't remember what they said she did, but she ended up in jail. So she's also a female convict. Uh-huh. And I am so excited for a female convict. Like I'm unreasonably excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I cannot wait to meet this character and find uh-huh. out what the deal is. I'm so pumped about uh-huh. it. Um the and that's next episode. So, because we're going to cover two and three, she pops up in four. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be fun. And she seems to be recurring because the actress just posted in her Instagram story when they wrapped episode nine. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So she's probably going to be around for a bit, seems okay. like. Okay. Um, and then the other news is Michael Truco. Uh he's gonna be on the show and Uh we have promo photos press photos of of him too Uh um Uh and he is playing vince's brother luke and he is the director of communications for cal fire i'm so i'm just very excited because that's gonna be interesting he tends to play sometimes that brother character or that uncle kind of character, like brother uncle character. We've kind of like sassy a little bit. So I'm just very excited to see, you know, like Vince and like Sharon and Bodie and that dynamic and all of that. So I, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's a well-established TV actor. You know, oh, he's yeah. been on a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that I feel like not only is that good for the show, but it's also sort of like a good sign of where the show is, Uh you know, like, because they're, 
it seems to me like casting is mm -hmm. what happened Sorry, just anyway. a little, little bit of technical difficulties if there is a little, little weird spot. <laughs> yeah, there might be a slightly weird spot there because <laughs> Zoom decided to like freak out for a second. It just like disappeared. Yeah. Um, Anyways, <laughs> but I, I do think because he's such a prominent TV actor. He's been mm -hmm. in like everything. Yeah, I like, feel like I mean, it's a right now he's he's guest starring on The Rookie. He's mm -hmm. obviously he had been on One Tree Hill. He also mm -hmm. had been on uh, what was it like? Uh, oh. Something like I've I've watched we've just all watched he's done he's so much yeah so he's much. one of those faces that has basically appeared on almost every show on television mm -hmm. at some point or another. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. anyway, but it, it seems to me as if the casting for the show is really just it feels like they're casting an established show. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's mm -hmm. so many faces that we know. Mm -hmm. it just feels like you're picking up in the middle of it with the casting decisions yep. it's not like they're having to you know earn anybody's trust mm -hmm. it's like they're mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. um that's hard to describe but that's how I feel about mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. <laughs> no I agree I agree because it's it definitely, so yeah it's exciting and I mm -hmm. I can't wait to see where that goes and how it changes the family dynamic oh yeah oh yeah Um, okay. It's just so you guys know, I'm going to, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. We're having some internet issues today for some reason. So if things feel a little weird on the recording, just know that probably something is going on there. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's, that's that bit of news. And then we do have a press release for episode five. Um, let me find it here. Which we have four as well. Wait, because we're going to talk about two or three. Two and so, three. Yep. yep. So we have the press releases for four and... Or maybe just four. I'm so confused. I thought we had the one for five, but I don't think we do. Hold on. Their website is confusing me now. <laughs> mm -hmm because they put the okay i see what they did they they've got like the um press release for three like pinned in between oh. the uh, the press releases for four and five so it confused me for a second <laughs> okay here we go so this is the episode four press release which we've seen the promo and the promo stressed me out yeah because vince is trapped and i don't like it I don't like it, especially not after what Chicago Fire did no. to us. It's well, like, I, this is too, I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending, basically. I know. <laughs> well, and I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, Fire Country, but they seem to be putting people in danger, like, a lot, like, a, a lot. lot, a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, so far we're doing good, but it's just like, it's stressful. It is very stressful. But I will say this one seems like a very Sharon heavy episode, which I am here mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. um, but it's called Work, Don't Worry. Um, the crew okay. engages in a search and right. <laughs> That's never going to apply. Um, <laughs> the crew engages in a search and rescue mission after a building collapses and Division Chief Sharon is forced to make a gut wrenching decision on fire country. Um, which, by the way, 
we've got it in the episode and we have it in the press release. They finally said her actual title, which is division chief. Okay. Um, so this is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, the promo looked real stressful. Uh, so that's going to be October 28th, Friday, October 28th um, in the 9 p.m. hour. So mm-hmm. I am very excited. And I this is the episode where we're going to meet Rebecca mm-hmm. um, as well. So, so that's going to be really good. I'm looking at the rest of the cast now to see if there's anybody else that is new. No. I mean, there are a couple of names, but mm-hmm. I think the biggest one is going to be Fiona Renee. Um, so I'm very excited to meet Rebecca. Oh, <gasps> Jade Pettyjohn is in this cast again. So we're probably getting another Riley flashback. Ooh. She's this cast. Uh, okay. So looks like we might be getting some Riley in this episode. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so now let me get to the episode five. Okay, Um, this episode, which this title, my mind went right into the gutter and I apologize in advance, but this title is Get Some, Be Safe, which I'm sorry. Does does anybody else's mind go straight to the gutter or am I alone? (laughs) I, I genuinely don't know how to interpret that title. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, get some, be safe. I'm thinking like hmm. sex and condoms. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's where my mind no, went. I can understand it. I, am, I just yeah. don't know how to interpret it. I really don't. Okay. I don't either, especially given the summary. I'm like, I don't understand what that has. Anyways. Here's the summary. <laughs> um, a, vegeta- a vegetation fire gets complicated for the crew when a panicked horse refuses to evacuate a burning barn. Meanwhile, Vince's brother, Luke, the Cal Fire Communications Director, makes makes a surprise visit in town on Fire Country Friday, November 4th. Um, and oh. let me look at the guest cast. Obviously, we have Michael Truco as Luke Leone. Um see there's a character in here called dr khan all right but i don't see jade pettyjohn so i definitely think that means we're getting a riley flashback in four okay it's exciting okay well um all right so but i would say we're getting a flashback in four but not in five yeah but i would say it's interesting you know with it sorry I, th- I think it's interesting with it being a surprise visit. So I wonder if there's tension. I, no offense. I, with a lot of time with Michael Truco coming in as like a brother kind of character, there's usually tension of some sort. So I'm guessing it's not a, clearly oh, a yeah. common occurrence for him to be in town. So <clears throat> right. he's usually, fun. yeah, he's usually a bit of a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So that's going to be interesting. That is mm-hmm. Friday, November 4th. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so those are the next two episodes. We don't have anything new yet. We'll probably get another release this Tuesday. Uh-huh. And this episode will come out what Tuesday or Thursday. Did we decide if we're changing that or not? Mm, I don't know. We had to just stick with Tuesday. It doesn't, you know, we'll, we'll still figure it out. We'll let you guys know. We might ponder a little bit more on that, but we'll see. Yeah. 
but it'll be one of those days uh-huh. either way uh-huh. but we're probably get another press release soon and then probably more promo photos they seem to release those on like monday or tuesday uh-huh. um so we'll see when we get that but right now that's the information that we have so that's our fire country news uh-huh. for now some very exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of episodes uh-huh. i i am here for it um yeah the promo photos looked really interesting for both episodes um i'm excited i'm so uh-huh. pumped i'm I'm so ready for this show like even knowing nothing about the mid-season finale i'm really excited uh-huh. <laughs> because uh-huh. i'm thinking like every episode so far has had really high stakes so like what's the mid-season finale gonna be like i don't want to think about it right now because with everything <laughs> that they've done thus far in just right? three episodes it's gonna stress me out which i'm excited for but it's gonna be stressful yeah it's gonna have to be nuts because they've set the bar so high for like the drama most episodes there is a very nuts moment each episode so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah um so there you go so there's our fire country news we'll definitely be keeping up with that for the rest of the season mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. our instagram i am going to be posting the press photos and the press releases as they come out on the instagram so go ahead and give us a follow we'll keep you as up to date as possible i follow all the actors on social media so if they post anything that's related to an episode coming up you will see it in our story mm-hmm. or in our in our feed so mm-hmm. follow us um, we will keep up with the news for you if you don't want to do that yourself, which I totally get. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, so yeah, so everything that comes out regarding Fire Country, I try to make sure it shows up on the Instagram. Give us a follow. We'll help you keep up with it. Mm-hmm. So now we can start on the episodes. Yep. I'm so, so episode two, which I, I love the title of episode two so much. With it being mm-hmm, me too, the Fresh Prince of Edgewater. <laughs> and every time I say it, I giggle. And of course, lo and behold, we find out very quickly in the episode. Of course, it was Freddie that kind of came up with that. Yeah, which Freddie. <laughs> feels kind of perfect. It makes it's sense. Perfect. <laughs> Freddie would. That's yes, just, it's very Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, oh, before we get into it, though, let's talk about this other thing though that we tried to do on twitter this week mm-hmm. we tried to establish a ship name for Bodie yeah. and gabriella because obviously that's where the show is going so we did a couple of polls mm-hmm. and then after the episode aired the executive producer tia uh was on twitter and she quote tweeted somebody and she named it Bodiella. so from here on out mm-hmm. we will now be referring to them as Bodiella. Mm-hmm. we still need a ship name for jake and gabriella Katie called them, I think she called them jabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm mad Jake at Gabs. It. I mean, I kind of like it because mm-hmm. I'm not really all the, uh, the, I'm ready for Gabriella to move on from Jake. So a jab kind of mm-hmm. sounds right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the show's going to call him, but that's, I like that. Yeah. Oh, um, if anything else, our next tweet, live tweet, uh, I, I say I start using call them jabs. Thing. Yeah. Right. And then I thought of this week, Eve and Aiden could be eden yeah wouldn't be mad at that i like that one right the only problem is when you spell it it looks weird because her name ends with an a-n so it's like edan (laughs) which is a little weird but the way she says it aiden and you put the e in front of it it'd be Mm -hmm. eden Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I kind of like okay. it. Anyway, okay. that's just a little, a little uh, verbiage mm-hmm. in there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but officially, it is Bodiella, mm-hmm. according to Tia. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be whenever they actually start leaning into that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're mm-hmm. ready. <laughs> I mean, we as we all know, the looks are starting, so it, mm-hmm. it's not it's not too far off. It's gonna be. I mean, it's not gonna be like right now no. because. They're going to have to, you know, see where Jake and Gabriella goes and mm-hmm. get them to a place where they break up, which right now they're not near that place. Right. Mm-mm. And then seems to me like they're teasing Rebecca as like a love interest for Bodie, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. So we may have a little while. <laughs> I know, but there's still, like, if we're starting with looks, the chemistry though, like, is already there. Though. Yeah. The chemistry starting episode one and they're still like with looks almost each time. Yep. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you have the press release for two up i mean i have imdb up which i mean most of those are still pretty close i would say so i can here still... i can i can get it um what we're gonna do before we discuss each one we're just gonna read the um press release and the episode title <laughs> i went to search pbs's site for the show and i typed in chicago fire <laughs> oh no wrong show no <laughs> And did you say PBS? Not right. <laughs> Force of habit. That's like my thing is muscle memory, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did I say PBS? I thought you, I said CBS. No, I heard PBS. I might have with... said PBS because it's Paramount Plus slash oh, CBS. Okay. It Because, yeah, Paramount owns CBS. Mm-hmm. So it's Paramount Press Expe- Express for CBS Entertainment is okay. like the, their media site. So I might have... <laughs> It's entirely possible. I don't know anymore. Oh, good. Okay. So, where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay. The Fresh Prince of Edgewater. After Bodhi requests to be transferred to a different city, his future in Edgewater hangs in the balance. Meanwhile, the crew joins forces to protect the town from a treacherous storm. That's the press release. So, this episode was crazy mm-hmm. the like, dry lightning like, like the dry storm i know like they exploded a tree like i just i'd never heard of a dry storm before i was I, like i had heard of it but like obviously like it makes sense like heat lightning i get it but like they, yeah. ex- they full-on exploded a tree a tree and we saw it explode that like trees and, and like the inmates tree. were like right there yeah Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when it struck the the convict bus, yeah. like right, like that was crazy too. Yeah, because it's it, the asphalt and then the asphalt oh like my gosh. went up. Like, and... This episode was <sighs> intense. Uh-huh. And I mean, that's from two people who have watched like a fire <clears throat> show for a long time. Obviously that was set in more like a city-like environment. So very different, but still, man. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, it was pretty shocking. And it was like on the edge of your seat kind of shocking. Like, mm-hmm what's mm-hmm. gonna happen next and it's very if it, it felt very like nerve-wracking to me because obviously when you have an actual storm you know you kind of have some indicators that the lightning is coming mm-hmm. like you don't know where mm-hmm. but I felt like with this it was like there was no way to be prepared mm-hmm. for where that lightning might hit so it could literally strike anyone at any time any place mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was stressful <laughs> it's like every mm-hmm. time a character was like out of a shelter i was like no no <laughs> no thank you please go back inside mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was just like Ooh. um 
like when they were getting the kids off the convict bus I was very nervous the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, please just like hurry and get the kids and then get them somewhere safe. You know, because I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like seeing that last little kid just like sitting in the convict bus and just like oh not God. wanting to go and like, the bus. please don't let anything happen. Don't let anything happen. Like get him out safely, please. I can't no. handle that kind of bad thing. And they got him out fine and safe. And I was just like, okay, we're good. We're kids are okay. It was very okay. stressful though. It was like, oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, but Okay, so this episode starts basically where the first one left off, right? With like Sharon and Vince and Bodie and Manny all at the hospital and that first scene. And then there's a flashback, of course. But mm-hmm. like that first scene, apart from the flashback, was so good. Mm-hmm. Like you really feel as if these people are a family, not a, a very broken family, but a family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like the tension between Vince and Bodhi was very real to mm-hmm. me. It felt very real to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved that poor Manny is like in the middle of everything. Oh, Manny. <laughs> poor Manny. Oh, he's too good for this world, this guy. I know. It's like uh, he signed up to be a fire captain. He didn't sign up to be a therapist. I mean, in, right? like, he's in not many a ways. family therapist. No. <laughs> like, he's that's not what he's here for but it's Mm -hmm. what he ends up doing Mm -hmm. but he does he's getting it from all sides like sharon's like that's my son think of it like it's gabriella that's Mm -hmm. my son Mm -hmm. and he's like oh come on (laughs) like Like, really really and then vince is like and vince is like uh you know he's a liability so Mm -hmm. he's got to go back and then Bodie himself is like well you heard my dad i'm a liability (laughs) i'm just like what guys (sighs) and uh, manny's just like i okay I don't want to make this decision but I guess I have to mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and he likes Bodie so you can tell like he and Bodie I love their like it's like a mentor mentee relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I love it um I just really do so you can tell like Manny really thinks that Bodie could do great things like he likes Bodie mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to transfer him but at the same time he understands that conflict of like he's in his hometown he feels like he can't Mm -hmm. he can't make a change in his hometown you know Mm -hmm. like that's he manny seems to understand that so he kind of goes back and forth the whole episode but i love that it's not that he wants bodie to go it's that he just understands feeling like you're stuck yeah you know and i mean obviously Uh, manny he's, he's been incredibly respectful of like you know you do you don't follow the rules then you go back like i mean and that's mm-hmm. the hard part is like that's just who Bodhi is it's he's not one to always follow the rules <laughs> well because sometimes to him yeah the rules don't make sense exactly because there are certain things that you know you can do to help mm-hmm. but the rules may prohibit you from doing him doing them and then in that case mm-hmm. he's like nah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which hey i get it mm-hmm. um but then we get the flashback um with like we get to see everybody which was what we were curious about mm-hmm. last time we talked mm-hmm. which was like what was this group like before riley died so this is our first glimpse of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it seems like it's gonna keep happening like we're mm-hmm. gonna get more flashes of it which i am here for mm-hmm. um but can i just say first thing i noticed in this scene jake looked like a real douche <laughs> like mostly everybody fine looked great 
being several years ago, Jake epitome of fuckboy with the v-neck tank top and the beanie yes and the beanie they leaned hard (laughs) into that that fuckboy image didn't they Uh like they could have had him in just like a henley and jeans you know something like casual cool Uh but instead they're like here here's this tank top that literally makes it seem like you're not wearing a shirt Uh and then we're gonna put a beanie on your head Uh Yeah, like no sleeves, but beanie. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they leaned so hard into it, and then I noticed like Riley and everyone—they're all wearing like sweaters and long sleeves, uh-huh. and Jake is like tank top. <laughs> uh-huh. He's got to stand out. He's got to show the ladies what they're missing. Okay, they, I, yeah, we know what you're doing, show. Uh-huh. We, mm-hmm, <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. It was just really funny to me. Um, same here yeah it was hilarious (laughs) but anyway um the but that whole dynamic between the group was really nice um Mm -hmm. i still would like to see more of riley and eve because in that short scene it was hard to get an idea of like their friendship Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean there was was a cute moment where like you know that you were we found out that like riley was basically like no we're gonna be friends which i Mm -hmm. think that's cute Mm -hmm. but I'd like to see more of it. Same. Um, Same. Hopefully we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but I did. I'm already feeling like the Bodie Riley overprotective brother. You know, little sister vibes. Um, and I'm sure we'll see more of that oh, as we go. Absolutely. Uh, and they did. I love that. They, yeah. I love that they did the, the like the forbidden romance. My best friend's brother like trope but they took it to the extreme of here's why you don't want that to happen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not funny but it's kind of funny as a a trope oh it is it is it absolutely Um, yeah so and then we also get to see like vince and sharon before anything went crazy you know anything Mm -hmm. and i loved the little moment where sharon like hugged and it's just Mm -hmm. like the happy birthday you know just the it just felt very real like you can tell Diane Farr is so good. Like she, it really felt like a real moment between Mm -hmm. a mom and a daughter. Mm -hmm. It was a short moment. It was a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so, yeah. And then we find that Bodhi struggled with addiction, which we thought maybe that was possibly the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he, he played baseball and he had a baseball injury. More about that, please. Yeah. I just, I just want. I know we're not, it's not all going to be flashbacks, but I just, I, I want to know more. And so I do want to see like how much we really get to find out. Cause it's, that's one yeah. thing like with it, the show not being like you're this brand new character coming into town with that whole thing. It's we're dropped in the middle of the story that has been going on for a very <clears throat> long time. So I, mm-hmm. I want to know all of that additional detail, but I know I'm not going to get it immediately, even though I want it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> right. And this show also is just sprinkling the backstory in every yeah. episode. We get a little bit more. So we're never going to get like an info dump, which is actually nice mm-hmm. because info dumps are hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I hope at some point they give us a little more about the baseball thing was he like a professional baseball player was it like a college situation yeah like what 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 Mm -hmm. i need to know more Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i'm hoping we'll get more of that also baseball players are hot (laughs) i'm just saying they are 
They are. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was a cool little flashback. And that we get another one later, obviously. Um, because you know, we learn more about how it all went down with Jake that night. Um, which we'll go ahead and I guess go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. Um yeah. Cause then we the next flashback we get is like Bodie walking up on Jake breaking up with Riley, which is like like on her birthday. And not only just on her birthday, like if it was just like the the ki- I use quotations of kids. If it was just them out, that's one thing. Her parents are there, like with them. And it's yeah. just it's like Jake, yeah. read the room. Not bad. So yeah. bad. Like on her birthday. It's just that's a dick move. Awful. <laughs> like at least wait till the next day, you yeah. know, like when you're not at a party with her family, my yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, that was just like weird. And so of course, Bodie walking up on it is like, wait a second, you two were dating? Mm-hmm. And she's obviously very upset. Like you can tell she was way more invested in what they had than Jake. Mm-hmm. You know, which I can kind of see it. Because if if that's his, that's her brother's best friend. She's basically grown up with him. There's the whole trope of like crushing from afar and like hoping that the guy would notice her. And like, maybe mm-hmm. that's what happened. We don't really know. But I could see that being the case. Oh, yeah. Of like her just having a crush on Jake basically her whole life. And, mm-hmm. you know. When mm-hmm. that happens, you get carried away in it. I can see mm-hmm. that. Plus, she seemed younger. I don't know how much younger, but she seemed significantly younger than Bodie and Jake. Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge exactly. It really but is. Once again, we'll we'll <laughs> because get the actress has such a cute little baby face. Yeah, well, and then it's hard. Like you see her, and then obviously, uh, Bodie with like a beard, like beard. And like, longer, yeah, like, it, well, his hair was shorter, though. Shorter, still a little bit longer than like if it was just like and combed uh, back. Yeah, he looked so, nice. He did, but and so hopefully <laughs> um, we we'll get like a little but, more info on that kind of age breakdown between them because it's it's hard. Yeah, the gauge because so. it there's not a yeah. real clear identifier of ages across the show just yet. I don't remember there being an age on her birthday cake either, Mm-mm. like you know the number candles. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I guess we'll find out, but I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um anyway so like she asked him not to tell their mom and dad so we know that of course he's not they don't know Uh vince and sharon have no idea which we figured as much Uh and then um they show like him taking her home and we see the crash and like how it all unfolded and girl i just gotta say why are you trying to get out of a moving vehicle (sighs) just bad idea yeah (laughs) i'm wondering was she supposed to be like a little drunk i don't know because i could see that like if you're a little if you're you know even if you're like buzzed i could see just being like i gotta get out of this car you know not really thinking it through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't know i'm like why are you trying to get out of a moving vehicle especially for jake he's not worth that no Mm-mm. I mean, no Mm-mm. disrespect. To, well, okay, plenty of disrespect to Jake, but we're we're open to him improving, but he hasn't yet. No, I mean, especially in that flashback, he no, he, he no. ain't worth it, girl. He cheated on you, mm-hmm. and then broke up with you on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't getting out of a moving vehicle for him. No, which is basically what Bodie told her mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. before the crash. But man. That's like a trauma. 
I mean, can you imagine as like an older brother who does seem very protective of his little sister getting in a car accident while you're driving? I mean, even if it's not your fault, the guilt is just gonna. I and it's gonna be I I wonder if at some point we're gonna get a flashback of like Vince and Sharon finding out that night. Oh, oh my heart it, can't it's take gonna that hurt so oh, bad God, like, that would that's gonna be awful but I feel oh. like we're gonna have to see it at some it's, point yeah no I think so too I think you're right I think that is gonna be oh man because it's my heart did you want to get into what what I think we it wasn't shown on screen but Bodhi says what kind of happened that night so do you want to get into that now or do you want to save that well that's in the next episode oh. isn't it no I that's it's still it's I thought partway through episode two not three oh okay okay wait 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 wait. so when he talks about like there was one order that i did follow is that what you're talking yes. about in this yes. episode yep. okay um let's save that for a little okay. later okay yeah because there's we didn't really get that in a flashback no i know but it's we sort of like we find up. out that was later mm-hmm. that night mm-hmm. so. we'll get well i definitely want to okay. talk about okay. that yep. for sure but no i mean so the flashback was nice because we did get to see like what happened before what mm-hmm. they were like before mm-hmm. obviously they mentioned that Bodie and jake were best friends we haven't really seen that yet so i'd mm-hmm. also like a flashback that shows me their friendship mm-hmm. like why mm-hmm. were they friends for so long mm-hmm. um you know I, in order for me to feel better about jake i need to see what kind of guy he was apart from mm-hmm. seeing his best friend's sister behind his best friend's back yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> um hopefully they give us that too i mean i'm sure we've got a whole season for mm-hmm. them to dive into this now mm-hmm. we know yay mm-hmm. um so we'll see what they what they reveal to us interesting though that i do think we're going to get a flashback in ep four i'm very curious i can't mm-hmm. wait to see what that is mm-hmm. um yeah so that was good that we got that this episode they did answer a lot of questions really quickly up front but then they pose more questions Uh (laughs) which Uh is the way you need to do it Uh okay so that's how the episode starts with like downloading us with some information which is Uh good Uh um then we get into (laughs) um like the beginning of the actual crisis that they're having in the storm and um we see vince and sharon like trying to talk about what's going on and vince doesn't really want to mm-hmm. <laughs> which by the way sharon on a motorcycle queen can, can we get more of sharon on a motorcycle like i, I want to see I'm her sure we will because that through was town yeah just badass. Awesome. go sharon i stand sharon more and more every episode mm-hmm. i'm telling mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. um but Sharon wants to know because they because Bodhi alluded to the order like we said he was like there was one order that I did follow right dad mm-hmm. and so of course Sharon's like what is he talking about mm-hmm. can you tell me what that is and so that's sort of like the mystery of the episode for Sharon you mm-hmm. know like what happened and why is this so hard mm-hmm. you know like she's like this is my second chance with my family and mm-hmm. I want it yeah, why is this so difficult at a certain point she thought she lost both of her kids and she was never mm-hmm. gonna like mm-hmm. obviously we knew she lost riley for good with her dying but she convinced herself she was just never gonna see Cody again ever 
Mm-hmm. Right. Which so as a parent that I can't even anyway, they go separate. Heartbreak. Sorry. Well, yeah, especially because it's the same incident that lost both of them. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like Mm -hmm. she had two kids and then the next day she didn't. Like Mm -hmm. that would be awful. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so they go their separate ways. Um, And then we see like Eve and Gabriella and Jake kind of talking about what happened on the mountain. Mm -hmm. And Jake gives all the credit to Eve, which Eve, yes, Eve did save his life. Mm-hmm. but also so did Bodhi and it's interesting that like Jake doesn't even try to bring that up nope. um to Gabriella mm-hmm. at all Mm-mm. um and so then his his Jake's struggle this episode is does he tell that Bodhi punched him mm-hmm. um he ultimately does not mm-hmm. um <laughs> which yeah he saved your life so I would hope that you wouldn't mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know jake's gonna jake so mm-hmm. whatever it's fine um but yeah so eve does he is that scene where he tells eve that he was dating riley or is that when she's asking him she's asking him that's what it is yeah. there she's wanting to know what happened and then gabriella walks up and they don't finish the conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because she he tries to give her the whole it's complicated thing like he gives vince in the third ep- yeah yeah that's right oh yeah um it's so interesting us knowing what happened with jake and riley and bodie and like none of the other characters knowing because you're Uh like "Ah." well it's It's very frustrating and it's it's really hard with jake in general because we get to see who he is now but do we still really know that for sure and then we get to see flashback jake which i really don't like flashback jake I really hate him flashback jake is a fuck boy yeah and it's just (laughs) like he mentions at one point in the episode to eve of because eve does ask him does she know everything about like what you did with riley and he says yeah she knows everything do i believe him though really still i'm wondering well okay so in the next episode which we'll get to yeah it it does seem like she knows quite a bit but i'm my question is does she know about the cheating that, that's what like, I mean. like did he spin it like i just i broke up with her and yeah. it didn't go well or uh-huh. did he say i cheated on her like yeah how did he spin it yeah that's and where did he spin it like bodhi was overreacting did he spin it like because honestly bodhi's reaction is pretty appropriate for an older brother i think yeah um it's pretty textbook yeah uh so I don't know I it's, I'd be I'll be interested to see because what makes me think that he didn't tell her everything is the fact that they included in the previously on in the next episode where mm-hmm. he says that and I'm mm-hmm. like I feel like she's gonna find something out that she didn't know before that's what I mean that's the vibe yeah. I got <laughs> me too I feel like he he didn't tell her the unfiltered truth mm-hmm that's well, what i think and i if, think he told her quite a bit but i don't yeah. think he told her anything i still wonder if it comes down to it's the truth he tells himself and not mm-hmm. the truth it actually is that he's yep. come to accept and at least i hate to say believe in his head is the, what is the true true mm-hmm. story mclears. is that actually the case i don't think so but we shall yeah. see i could be completely <clears throat> wrong and i it, this could just be my feelings of flashback jake really coming to the front right. but i don't think so yeah and see for the rest of even jake's story for that episode you know they're the ones involved with like the the bus driver Mm -hmm. 
trying to get that sorted out. And then at the whole time, they're sort of mad at each other because obviously Eve knows that there's more to the story, but he's not telling her what it is. And so finally, at the end, he does tell her because he says, and I did like this. He's like, Riley died before we could work out our issues. And I didn't want that to happen with you. Mm -hmm. And I, I respect that because he, but the thing is, he should have told her right away. He Mm -hmm. shouldn't have made it like a, oh, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. when she asked you should have just told her mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of making it a thing all episode mm-hmm. long and then finally being like oh we could have died so now let me tell you the truth mm-hmm. you you gotta start doing that beyond de- life or death situations yeah my friend yeah um and of course eve is pissed because riley was her best friend i would be pissed too if like mm-hmm. a guy that is technically my best friend now like now Eve and Jake are like really close and to find out like oh you dated my best friend and you cheated on her mm-hmm. and you broke up with her the night of her birthday like even if my friend were still alive <laughs> those would be things that I'd be like oh fuck you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no we're this is not happening Mm-mm. um so she is justifiably angry mm-hmm uh, she should be if it had been all oh don't worry about it I would have been like eh? mm-hmm. so that's going to carry over into the next episode for them mm-hmm. um, but can I say I also really appreciated the moment like I think what Jake very much needed that of Eve saying like you always present yourself as this perfect person but so many of us are we we don't try and present that perfect front it's we see our fault and even mentioning like Bodhi that's in the yeah that's in the next episode oh i thought it was episode two sorry about that well maybe i don't know i'm confused (laughs) i was pretty sure no it's not because they don't they don't go to smokies in episode three Mm -mm. you're right you're right it is in episode two at the end when they're in the bar Mm -hmm. yeah and i did i loved what she said Mm -hmm. there because she's like the first thing people see when they see bodhi is his mistakes Mm -hmm. and i'm like yes Mm mm-hmm um because that's when he's like well i'm gonna tell the captain the truth right uh-huh. in the end of the episode he's like no i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna uh-huh. tell him that Bodhi punched me and she's like you better not <laughs> uh-huh. like i mean she does say if if you want to put this family back together you need to keep him here uh-huh. um and i love that eve was like not holding back with that uh-huh. she was like this is my best friend's family you're not gonna fuck with them uh-huh. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, we like, all I could am... use a, an Eve in our life who yes. can have that kind of brutal honesty. Yes. It was great. Mm-hmm. I did love that scene very mm-hmm. much, especially when she points out to him, like the disparity between him and Bodhi. Like mm-hmm. everybody thinks you're the perfect golden child mm-hmm. and we know you are not. Mm-hmm. And yet nobody thinks that about Bodhi, who is doing his best. hmm and dealing with the aftermath of your mess by the way mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. I, I, we were all even that moment let's just mm-hmm. say that oh we were also, since we're talking about the bar this is where she tries to ask aiden out like officially <laughs> and aiden calls her the thumbs up girl mm-hmm. i love that i mm-hmm. love them already like i'm mm-hmm. i want to i'm curious to see how that happens going forward oh, but like here she calls her the thumbs up girl and then eve asks her out but she does it's very weird the way she's like so i saved a guy let's go out to celebrate and aiden's like i don't know that i want to go out with you when we're making it all about somebody else mm-hmm. <laughs> which i totally get 
And Eve's like, fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she gives her a thumbs up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she leaves. I'm 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 here for this dynamic. I mm-hmm. want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Also, this episode they presented a little mystery with Aiden. You remember when Sharon was in the bar mm-hmm. and um Aiden is there's her she and Aiden are talking and Sharon's like, Yeah, we're all wondering what you're doing here because she's like a big deal. She's like a really like kind of famous professional chef. Mm-hmm. Um so there's another story there too. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious about it. Um, which that brings us back to Sharon and Vince mm-hmm. not talking. And I love, can I just say, as mad as mad as I am at Vince. Oh, and that's the <laughs> and, theme of the episode is just being mad at Vince yeah. for a fair amount of it. And next episode too, for yeah. most of it. Yeah. Majority uh, of yeah. As yeah, as mad as I am at Vince, I do love that the show is actually giving us a married couple that fights, but they don't throw around divorce. No. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they say our our marriage has been to hell and we've clawed our way out. It's gonna take a lot more than this mm-hmm. to end it. But mm-hmm. they're still mad at each other mm-hmm. and they're still fighting. Um mm-hmm. and I like that they mentioned that she didn't sleep at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because he was like, did you go to your sister's house or did you stay at a hotel? Which, by the way, if her sister lives close by, can we meet her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're meeting Vince's brother. Mm-hmm. Your Anyways, that's a side note. <laughs> um, but sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. Um, anyway. Um, and so they don't really talk about the issue because she does he doesn't tell her what happened until the end of the episode Uh but it is sort of like they have this conversation of like this table is for people who want to talk so only come here if you want to talk um which was nice i just i really like because it feels like a very like realistic relationship like it's not just like all or nothing it's like Mm -hmm. i'm a human being i'm allowed to be mad at you if you're not wanting to actually talk to me about this and it's like we're gonna we still love each other at the end of the day but I can't deal with you when you're being an idiot like this. So, yeah, it's very much like they allow each other to take their space when they need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they know that eventually they will come back together to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But if they need their space, it's okay to take it, which I mm-hmm. like. I like that. Um, so, yeah. And that's also when they, you get, we get our first dose of like small town gossip too. Oh, oh. Cause you see the ladies at the table that are like, did you hear Bodie's back? Mm-hmm. He's at the con camp or he mm-hmm. was in jail. Which- <laughs> and I love Sharon. <laughs> when she leans back and she's like, I know you were just about to say how happy you are for me that my son is back mm-hmm. in town. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know this. This is not going to be the last time that gossip no. is involved around town at no. all. <laughs> but I loved the way Sharon handled it. She mm-hmm. was just like, mm-hmm. "I know you were about to say this." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and I also loved the jab at Aiden about taking onion rings off the menu. <laughs> oh yeah, D- don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> that was great. Um. I, I'm I'm excited for more of those moments in future mm-hmm. episodes too, because that was a fun little moment. Yeah, and I liked I liked. Them. We need some of those funny moments like that to balance out like the insanity of like 
exploding trees and ass like asphalt getting hit by lightning and then hitting a guy's chest and fusing to his chest almost so yeah i need funny moments in there too (laughs) yeah um so that there's another that's like then i think that's when all the insanity starts again with like the the dry lightning storm Mm -hmm. you know that's before all of that Mm -hmm. um so we go from that to the calls and everything um and then the next time they really get to talk is in the bar at the end of the episode right you're kind of okay sorry uh we're all technical difficulty check are you are you still there (laughs) yeah we're still good logan we're still good you're a little frozen so i just want to check and i don't want to talk over you because sometimes when this happens like it's a little delayed (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um there we go okay now you're there hi (laughs) um no so they 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 talk at the end um and where she's finally like you have to tell me what Mm -hmm. the order was like what did you say to him Mm -hmm. um and that's when vince is like i told him i didn't want to see him anymore and to basically get out of town oh sharon's reaction die like diane far as sharon i mean by far probably the best performance every episode mm-hmm. every stinking episode the woman mm-hmm. is killing it um that her immediate reaction to those words mm-hmm. felt very real to me just like mm-hmm. the oh you've just made this so much worse like I you're the reason that I haven't talked to my son for two years mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. um like that moment of like okay now things make sense and now I have to fix this um yeah uh, and it's I, just, I mean it's the hard part is like you can like see and hear in her voice of like it deflates her because it's just it's like she thought her and Vince were like you know we're finally going to talk about it. we're going to be good now and it's just like that's like the worst thing you could have she could have heard and it just it, I mean and I don't blame her for like wanting to get out and like I, I just like you said still can't believe you actually would have said that to our son the only child we have left at this point yeah yeah she was pissed yeah um so. I mean yeah and that the shot of after she left the shot of Vince sitting in the booth by himself through the window mm-hmm. that was a good shot it was mm-hmm. like you deserve to be sitting alone at a bar right now sir Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but she goes but she does say when she leaves she's like i am gonna come home tonight but i'm mad at you like i mm-hmm. love that they take that moment of like i'm gonna come home but i don't know if i can forgive you for this mm-hmm. um it's a very like nuanced and layered you know dynamic absolutely and i love it mm-hmm. um I, it's just not very often that a show gives us that like Mm-mm. real complicated disagreements do not always get resolved mm-hmm. in a day or a half hour mm-hmm. or 40 minutes mm-hmm. um so i love that this is like a conflict that has a long game but the couple is still married and still a couple while they're disagreeing mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. It's, I i love it um so but then sharon goes from there to the con camp to talk to manny right isn't that yeah, yeah. i mean because she tells him she's sick. sick. Yep. The big mm-hmm. reveal. That was the twist. That was like one of two twists in this episode. Mm-hmm. There were two twists. That was the first one. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, 
of course my favorite character has chronic kidney disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. why wouldn't she mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. dang it show <laughs> i mean at least uh, it, it's still not great but at least it's not like it's heart failure like I'll, mm-hmm. t- I'll still take the small wins where we can get them at least she's not crushed under a movie theater oh, i don't want to talk about it i still <laughs> don't want to acknowledge it uh, um but yeah, that was like the the where she's telling Manny, she's like, I'm sick. Basically, uh-huh. like, I'm sick. I need my family here. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that ultimately truly sways Manny's decision. I think he had kind of come to the decision on his own before then. Uh-huh. But that's just the vibe I get. They don't the show doesn't tell us that. But uh-huh. I definitely think it didn't hurt. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> Kinda... it just added to it because I think at that point, like Jake didn't say that Bodhi punched him. no decision had probably been solidified but well he was gonna yeah he was gonna transfer him like not send him back to jail yeah he was gonna send him to another camp because he does tell her he's like jake was very grateful he had no complaints which that's where we find out jake did not rat him Mm -hmm. out which good on you but also that never should have been in question Mm -hmm. but whatever um (laughs) and then he also says like um but i'm gonna transfer him Mm-hmm. I think he said he was going to transfer him to High Rock. Yeah, um, some, and that's somewhere. yeah, and that's when Sharon's like, "No, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because I'm sick and mm-hmm. I need my son here." Mm-hmm. So that's th- that was the second half of the decision. So she did influence that part where it's mm-hmm. like, "All right, well, you can stay here," <laughs> um, which is when we get the next big twist. Um, so this whole episode, the Manny portion of the episode, mostly was about Gabriella. Mm-hmm. and her like being there during the dry lightning and him being like a protective dad and being like yeah. no go home <laughs> I know, which like i adore manny i love him but like also your daughter is a grown-ass woman let her make her own decision mm-hmm. and he does ultimately but it's just he like he doesn't really <laughs> he doesn't really want her there no. but he, he's not he, there's nothing he can do to stop her and he knows that mm-hmm um mm-hmm. so i guess he's just hoping that one of these days one of his lectures is gonna land mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know but it's funny how much um manny and gabriella mirrored vince and Bodie in that scene mm-hmm. because Bodie and gabriella are holding the hose which and manny mm-hmm. uh-huh, <laughs> looks there okay mm-hmm. that was that was a look i think Bodie is definitely into her like, I don't think it's like, I don't think he's taken that thought very far, mm-hmm. but I, I think he does like her a lot. Um, but there's a moment where they're holding the hose and like Manny compliments Bodie and ignores Gabriella. And she's like, thanks, dad. <laughs> and he's like, hey, at least your dad, you know, cares about you and wants to protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later we sort of see the same thing where Vince basically tells Bodie he's not helping, like get out of the way you're not helping and manny sees that and manny's like "Uh, that's not a good interaction happening there Mm -hmm. um but it's funny though because manny kind of did that same thing to gabriella earlier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he didn't i don't think he realizes that but he did um but i did i want to say um stephanie arcila as gabriella in this episode i really think i feel like she was good in the premiere episode but i do feel like she stepped it up a lot i think Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. we go and these actors get more comfortable with their characters and the world they're in and the 
role that they play on the show Mm -hmm. i really think everybody's just only going to get better um Mm -hmm. and i could tell in this episode she's she's more comfortable um and i really love her in this episode i love Mm -hmm. this with kids Mm -hmm. and her getting everybody out um i love i love being not extremely supportive didn't phase her really um Mm -hmm. she stands up for herself every time i yeah i enjoyed her a lot in this episode yeah Um, and for me it's just like you know finally getting to finally i'm trying to think of the right right way to phrase it of like her finally realizing who she wants to be not necessarily just like it's not that she didn't enjoy like this other part of her life being a swimmer but it's that was also kind of her father's dream and so now she's kind of realizing what do I want to be in all of this and I'm just I'm Mm -hmm. getting I'm enjoying only episodes two and three so far and I'm just enjoying seeing that growth from her already yeah me too I think this episode really was and Jake points it out later which is the first genuine good thing he's done um Uh (laughs) this episode like really shows us how much she enjoys it Uh um and the feeling of accomplishment that it gives her Uh um and i liked that a lot Uh, i also like that bodhi was the one to hand her like the the fire gear Uh be like let's go Uh i thought that was cute Uh um yeah and I do also like the little moments between Bodie and Gabriella where she's like, so Jake told me you and he used to be best friends. Just her like curiosity about Bodie. Mm-hmm. Because she does it again in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Like it's she's dating Jake, but you can tell she's intrigued by like the idea of Bodie and his history and because she mm-hmm. doesn't know any of it. She wasn't there for it. Mm-hmm. And I think she remembers who she met in the first episode, like on the road and trying to reconcile that with like this guy that now she knows who he's supposed to be according to everybody in town mm-hmm. i think it's interesting that they're showing that um and i like it i like it a lot Me it's too. like small but i like that they're making a point to show her curious about him mm-hmm. um so anyway that's basically that whole plot manny like noticing what's going on with vince and Bodie while also dealing with his own thing with gabriella um mm-hmm. gabriella being so determined to be a firefighter and i loved at the end in the bar when she's like so happy like it's the happiest i feel like she can possibly be because she helped save the town mm-hmm. um and this is where we talked about only good thing jake's really ever done i think the <laughs> was only tell her <laughs> i will ever tweet compliment him of saying i agree with him ever yeah is yeah. that moment where he's mm-hmm. like you obviously this obviously makes you very happy so there's a recruiting event you should go Uh um and yeah that that was a nice little moment between them i do think he genuinely loves gabriella i just don't think they're right for each other Uh (laughs) i i don't think i don't think i think by the time she gets to the fire service and they truly start working together she's going to outgrow him Uh yeah that's what i think um that's the perfect way i'll be surprised if that's not what happens yeah and i feel like that's a perfect way to describe them of like she's gonna outgrow him and i mean it's jake still has plenty of growing to do i think he's getting better i mean compared to where he had obviously been two years previously (laughs) um but like you said yeah i i can see it her still growing and i hate to say surpassing jake but yeah yeah 
I definitely think that's going to happen. You know who he reminds me of? He's like a combination of Gallo and Mills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like a combination mm-hmm. of the two. Maybe mm-hmm. with a little severide thrown in. Mm-hmm. Like a little sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think that's where they're going with him. Um, and I think he'll grow on us. I think he's going to be one of those characters that like, We'll eventually reach a place where we're, you know, we love him. Yeah. But right now it's like. Right now we still have flashback Jake clouding a lot of our vision, which I'm not mad about because it's what he deserves. But I think from him, a lot of what everything has been thus far has still been all talk, very little action. So I want to see that growth from him of actually taking accountability and trying to do better without just trying to please somebody for it in the long run like I actually just want him to want to be a better person than somebody telling him to be a better person right or like at one point in this episode I think he says like I have to stop lying to people but the thing he's talking about is is telling that Bodhi punched him Mm -hmm. and that feels less like you think you have to stop lying and more like you just want to get back at Bodhi because he punched you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah. Like I feel like he has to genuinely get to a place where he's no longer going to lie. Mm-hmm. Not just because he wants to tell on Bodhi because Bodhi punched him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so I think he'll get there. I'm hopeful that mm-hmm. you know we'll actually see him grow. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I do think part of that growth is gonna be him and Gabriella realizing they're not they're not a, a mm-hmm. thing that's gonna go mm-hmm. very far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but I did like that scene. I thought that was that was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still not shipping it, but it, that was a cute scene. Mm-hmm. So we know that that's where that's going. But mm-hmm. then in the end, circle back to Manny. Mm-hmm. He goes and talks to Bodhi to tell him his decision. Mm-hmm. And I loved this scene. I Manny is like protect him at all costs. Mm-hmm. Okay, can Sharon and Manny? Can we just like? Mm-hmm. put them in bubble wrap mm-hmm. and like nothing can touch them mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, right i i love them so much um but this scene where he like talks to bodhi about his dad sort of like being the voice in his head mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. and how he 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 wants to get away from town and manny can understand that but it may be better for him to face his demons than to run from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the reveal. Like when I was watching this episode and they revealed that Manny was an inmate, I was like, oh, my, mm-hmm. like, you know, the mind blowing emoji. Like the, mm-hmm. it was literally me. And so many things made sense as soon as he said it. Mm-hmm. So many things. Well, because I mean, so much of what we had discussed of why he treats them like they're normal yes. human beings as they should be, as they should be treated. It's like, because at probably at some point when there was a fire captain there I, it makes you wonder and maybe we'll get flashbacks with manny i don't know we'll that see. would be cool and i would like that probably know maybe he's trying to do the best job he can because maybe he wasn't treated right and so it's it's just one of those like i it just like you said it all clicked into place of knowing he had been obviously mm-hmm. in Bodie's shoes at one point and he's doing far better now and just wants the same for Bodie yeah well uh, yeah it explained why he has um he has like a wary respect for every inmate Mm -hmm. there you know he treats them Mm -hmm. well and he expects a lot from them Mm -hmm. because he was them and he knows they can do it Mm -hmm. um i 
I loved that reveal because it made perfect sense. And it tells you so much about who Manny is um, and who he's become like now as a man after the program. Mm. And I still have a ton of questions. Like when was this? What, like, was he married to the wife he divorced at that point? Um, How old was Gabriella? Because mm-hmm. she had to have been born. It, I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just have questions. Was it before Gabriella was born? Was it after Gabriella was born? How did it relate to his marriage? Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I have questions that I need mm-hmm. to know. And mm-hmm. I love that this show does this because they answer a lot of questions and then they throw something at you and you're like, oh, now I have 10 million more questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. No, but so, I still, I do anyway, have... but he, yeah, go ahead. Go, no, no, you go ahead and then I'll finish. Yeah. No, you go ahead. Go, go, no, go, go. One go, other go. little no, thing go. I did want to call out from the episode is it's just, I appreciate what they're doing with the inmates, like, especially sometimes of like they're still doing a very selfless thing with their fire service. They are. And especially with the fire at the little rec center of like them knowing that the kids were not going to be safe if they stayed around them all actively choosing to give their seats up on the bus. It's just, it's little moments like that. It's just, I, it, once again, I'm really appreciating how the show is like humanizing these people because they're still people at the end of the day and they're still Mm -hmm. choosing to put themselves on in the line of fire. Literally. And it's just, I, I just very much, yeah. it, so I wanted to call it out. <laughs> I, no, you're right. I loved the introduction of, of Charlie, the other inmate now mm-hmm. that we know the old, the mm-hmm. old man. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Um, and I loved him bringing up his grandkids mm-hmm. and like, he's a grandfather. So it's mm-hmm. like, I love him already. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I'm curious about his story. I've had questions about his story in my head too. I'm like, are we going to learn the backgrounds of some of these other inmates? Mm -hmm. Because I would like to have, I want them to be like a little found family of guys Mm -hmm. who've made mistakes, but want to do better. Mm -hmm. I want that for them. I think that would be a really sweet little dynamic. Obviously not all convicts can be genuinely good people, Yeah, but I feel like most of them probably are people who who made mistakes and do want to improve and i Mm -hmm. feel like i need to hope that as a human Mm -hmm. being (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but anyway um no i loved i i loved that scene with the Mm -hmm. i i I will say this just to throw in a little criticism i think the writing of it felt a little forced i know know. but we needed that moment Mm -hmm. as a part of the plot like one you needed to see bodie inspiring Mm-hmm. people into action like we mm-hmm. need to see Bodhi as like a leader mm-hmm. so we needed that moment and two we needed we they need to humanize this group of inmates mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that's a good way to do it so it, it was necessary but I will admit it did feel a little a little hokey a little forced mm-hmm. but that's part of what you're here to watch the show for right uh-huh. like we want a little bit of hoke mm-hmm. just like a little mm-hmm. bit of hoke <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was okay with it you know I was like all right mm-hmm. um but it it did feel just a tiny bit tiny bit forced there mm-hmm. um but I did like the gesture the gesture was mm-hmm. perfect and I loved yeah. Charlie Charlie was the one that I believed the most would give up his seat because he was like if those were my grandkids mm-hmm. I would want them to be safe um and then Freddie is going to go along with whatever Bodie does because I think at this point Bodie is like his hero <laughs> Um, but no yeah and so you know putting that into context with the scene with Manny I just love that 
Manny knows where he's been and where mm-hmm. he's at now and where he can go. And I'm I'm excited to see this like mentor mentee dynamic mm-hmm. going forward, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about more in episode three because we got a lot of it and it was mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely excited. So he basically tells him he's like, "You're staying here. I'm not sending you somewhere else. You're going to be better off here. You'll fight through whatever awkwardness you feel, and mm-hmm. it'll be better." Um, so I did. Oh my gosh. Like, I think, did we miss anything? I feel like we hit, no, all, we that, touched on everything. That about right? covers it for episode two. Yeah. That would I mean, such a good episode. Yeah, like I, for a second episode of a new show. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. The dry storm was really interesting. Kept you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. The stakes were really high. Like the structure with the chemicals, like the way it escalated mm-hmm. was good. I liked it a lot. The way that they have established now the details of like Sharon's role on the show Uh and the crew, the uh, three rock crew being a hand crew. Like they've made it more clear that like they only work with certain tools. Uh They only know certain techniques. Like they don't do everything that a normal fire crew does. So Uh they established that there were like necessary things to the show that were established in addition to us getting these really great character moments. Uh I mean, it's a very strong episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I it just makes me excited to see more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Overall, what did you think of the episode? I mean, still with being episode two, it's like it's just I I still want to know more because that's but that's always just going to be me of like it's hard. Like I said, with it being not just like I hate to say if it was the focus was Gabriella. I feel like we would maybe have found out a little bit more by now, which, but once again, with it being like, we've literally been placed in a story that's been going on for like, I hate to say story, but a thing that's been going on for several years, me just being me, I want to know more. But like you said, it, it'll happen in time and I need to accept that. Mm-hmm. I just want to know more details now. <laughs> yeah. This show is like, they're sprinkling it throughout yeah. the season. And I, I love that though, because it's like a trail of crumbs, you know? It's like you, it keeps you going from episode to episode. But I want, and I think that's nice. I want more of a cookie than a crumb. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, well, think I'll about it this way. Like, I want, think, just of, a cookie. <laughs> think about it this way. By the end of the season, all those crumbs will make a cookie. But I want the cookie now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I can't help you there. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, I do like, I, I think it's better to answer some questions and present new ones than to just yeah. keep building on all the questions. Like yeah. some, some shows do, they give mm-hmm. you no answers. You're like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is nice that they answer questions and then give you a whole new set of questions. It, is. it really is. <laughs> Which, I mean, I really like it. Um, and it makes tuning in the next week, just like something you have to do, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um. And I think CBS too, touch on this. I think they have the perfect Friday night lineup right now. Not that Magnum PI wasn't a good fit in that 9 p.m. slot. I just think it, I don't think it balanced the other two shows very well. Mm-mm. No, you I know what I mean? I do. It, I mean, once again, at the end of the day, a lot of it's, I understand it was still like Magnum PI prime drama. It's still, it's still good. But like you said, it's, there's certain vibes that fit well together. And it's just, I don't, it's, you can never predict how people I are going to like certain aspects right. of it. And sometimes it just works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's really hard because good shows can yeah. suffer when it just doesn't vibe. 
Yeah, I think that was the case with Magnum P.I. I also think CBS was in a weird place with all its reboots where it just like they decided they didn't want to do them anymore for some yeah. reason because Hawaii Five-0 ended, then they canceled MacGyver and all that was left was Magnum. And mm-hmm. so I don't, I just don't think they knew what to do with it because it was like the lone reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's why now they've like offloaded it to NBC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do think that right now their Friday lineup on CBS is really good because you've got SWAT, fire country blue bloods and mm-hmm. i think that's pretty solid especially because blue bloods blue bloods numbers are like a freak of nature thing it's on at 10 on a friday and its audience every year only seems to grow like and it's in what season 100 at this point i know it's it's had so many it's like it's i think it's like 14 or 15 okay it's been on forever and like it still pulls major numbers for CBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our fire country being the lead into blue bloods is a good thing. And mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. If with it sandwiched between SWAT, which pulls pretty decent numbers and blue bloods, which pulls great numbers. That's going to keep trending up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. But next we'll talk about episode three. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Neither can I. So now episode three being where there's smoke, which I I don't know what anybody's supposed to take from that title because obviously when there's smoke, there's fire. Like or or there's weed. <laughs> and, or, both both that's good. Both whatever. Yeah. Toss up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um so really the description for this episode was the crew responds to a call in a remote forest. And come under fire by an outlaw protecting illegal marijuana crops. Which, oof. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, though, this outlaw was kind of dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't say. Outlaw (laughs) is a strong word for to describe Mojave, which I don't think. He wasn't very bright. (laughs) No. No, and it took me a minute because I recognize him. Like, what do I recognize you from, dude? He was on She Hulk recently, and that's where I recognized him. He just was he? Yeah, it's just he had pulled back hair. Who was he on She Hulk? He was one of the guys that was in like the meditation area. Yeah, in the whole white. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't recognize him. It was irritating me. Like, why do I recognize you? I know your face. I think it's also because his character is so funny on She Hulk. Yeah. And it was he was very dramatic on here. Well, he tried to be I, dramatic. Well, it's, it, he he if he weren't so dumb of a criminal, yeah, yeah, he would have been. Dr- I'm just the whole episode. I'm like, dude, how are you? How do you think this is gonna end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, I I have I have questions about how he thought that was gonna work out. I don't understand. <sighs> um, but. This episode, again, starts with another flashback. And it starts, like, with the actual accident of, like, Riley texting mm-hmm. in the car and, like, wanting to get out. And, the you know, which we sort of saw and we knew mm-hmm. was coming. But, like, that's how, because Bodhi's, like, having a nightmare. Yeah. Um, Bodhi. He, like, wakes up, like, screaming her name. And mm-hmm. Breaks my heart. And I said, you want to give Bodhi a hug because that hurts. Like, 
And then it's they like, show him sketching and he's like sketching Riley and the car and I know, like which I hope we get to see a little bit more of like that artistic nature with him. Yeah, like I love it. It's I like his like, therapy. That's what I mean. So I'm hoping like Manny sees it a little bit more and maybe he can like not like obviously if he's doing a fire program, it's not like you can do like a true like art kind of thing on the side. But you know, Manny hopefully will maybe help him find a way to kind of have an outlet for some sort of like yeah thing like that. But I love that it's like his therapy, you know, mm-hmm. that's just like when mm-hmm. he needs to work something out, he sketches it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's a nice touch that they've added for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but can we talk about, before we talk about his and Manny's conversation, uh, can we talk about Manny's like shorts and socks situation? <laughs> it was such dad vibes. It was like, I know, perfect- I'm just like, <laughs> the shorts and the socks were like pulled all the way up to like his calf. <laughs> I try. I saw it. I wasn't trying to look at it too much because I really and I, I I don't mind looking at Manny. I really don't, and that kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Really like full on dad vibes. Oh with yeah, the socks up to the calves and the shorts. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but no, they have a really nice conversation, you know, afterward. Um, mm-hmm. And this is where I I love so much about what the things that Manny says to Bodhi, like all the time. <laughs> I know. Um, but he tells him like, you know, uh, robbing that liquor store may have, you know, gotten you locked up, but you've mm-hmm. been incarcerated for a long time. And I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even think about like emotional incarceration until he said it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so true. Mm-hmm. And then he tells him like, you are not the worst thing you've ever done and I'm like oh Oh, that you like every time I hear that now too it's like in him saying it like it hits you like yes and it's just like so good oh it's do I need to bring that up in therapy this week how like that's very insightful and very inspirational Annie yeah well and I I also love Bodhi's response because it I love that the advice that he gives him doesn't fix everything and it doesn't also sink in right away because mm-hmm. Bodhi's like okay you stole cars I mm-hmm. crashed one with my sister in it mm-hmm. and like ooh, ouch mm-hmm. <laughs> um but that was like a really nice moment. I'm glad that they're like giving us these moments where we really get to dive into the emotions and like the mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. analysis. And because some shows don't do that. <coughs> Chicago mm-hmm. Fire. <coughs> um, and I am enjoying it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So that was like the first scene of the episode. We're already emotional and we're still in the beginning of the episode. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the main i think for Bodhi and manny that's like their main thread through the episode it's like mm-hmm. this tormentee thing that they're developing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i love <laughs> as the situation develops on the mountain how Bodhi's like keeping up with it he's got like one ear attuned to whatever's going on because it involves his dad right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um <laughs> the moment where he like talks manny into doing something if manny's like <sighs> You are still a pain in my ass. <laughs> but you're right. But you're still a pain in my ass. It's a pain in his ass because he's right. Is yep. what it is. It's like, mm-hmm. God, I wish you just wouldn't talk so much. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, Sharon gave him an order and he's trying to follow Sharon's order. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, 
can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved that. I thought that was great. But mm-hmm. the advice that he gives him in that scene doesn't sink in until the end, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just love like that dynamic that they're playing with now. I think mm-hmm. that's great. Oh, and it's um, they're still going to play up that dynamic. Obviously, yeah. they're still like, you know, you but you got to follow the rules like and I'm the captain here like you have but it's you know it's not going to be the last time at no. all <laughs> no but I, I I want there to be an episode where they flip it where like Manny is the one that ends up dragging Bodie into a situation mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we'll see what they do with it but yeah it's going to keep happening <laughs> Mm -hmm. um but that's so that's like their deal and then i think the next thing we saw after the manny bodie talk was it sharon and vince or was it no because it's we're we're still mad at vince right now but he does do a very sweet gesture of making her a disgusting but very healthy shake for her kidneys and it's it's just once again like i one will always appreciate how they're able to do this dynamic of they still love each other they're still married but they're still allowed to have these this like ongoing fight ongoing Mm -hmm. fights are a thing Mm -hmm. like you can still love your spouse but be mad at them for a stupid stupid thing that they did Mm -hmm. yep and that's exactly because they're affectionate while also disagreeing Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is interesting um and i enjoy it yeah me too i i really i do i like it a lot um but still very mad at vince in this scene because he doesn't want to go visit bodie one he can't because eve is doing training which we'll mm-hmm. get to. So he has to be on engine. But two, he also just doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he does this thing where he, when he's talking to Sharon, he calls Bodhi your son. And I'm like, oh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Sir, Mm-mm. He's... I'm going to need to have a word. Yeah. And I mean, he's, granted, once again, family doesn't have to be flesh and blood, but he's your flesh and blood. He's your freaking son. Like, don't say your son to share it. You know everything she's been through. You know what she's dealing with. You're, you're going to add to that by saying your son. <sighs> but at least he didn't like. I don't know. They did have a fight about how they treat Bodhi. Like mm-hmm. he, Vince thinks that she coddles him. And Sharon thinks that he's too hard on him. Mm-hmm. And um, You know, there was that. But he did sort of like support her in going to visit Mm -hmm. he's like i'm not gonna go but have fun yeah you know Mm -hmm. and i i did appreciate that at least (laughs) yeah no it's not Um, just like making it like because it's it's honestly dumb of like he's your son he is in town but he's still you know it's like i'm that's not for me you you can still go and partake in it but it's it's not like just being ridiculous and just completely ignoring him right um so I, I mean I did appreciate that um mm-hmm. but I, Sharon at the end when she like quietly to herself corrected him and was like our son was like mm-hmm. I just want to like hug her mm-hmm. um and then my favorite scene in this whole episode by the way is when she goes to visit him at the camp mm-hmm. it was just so pure and just like mm-hmm. so sweet mm-hmm. and like I can imagine that that's how like you know we talked about we talked about Mm -hmm. how it felt like maybe riley was the daddy's girl and bodie Mm -hmm. was the mama's boy Uh and it's definitely came across in that scene Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i loved when they talk about the food and he's like well it's nothing like your home cooking and she's like that's my boy and i was like no so much Mm -hmm. i love them um 
because it's just like again diane farr killing it already we're not that far into the episode and she's mm-hmm. just like crushing it mm-hmm. um it's just she feels like a mom and that you know i i mean i know the actress is a mom she has she has kids herself so of course that's gonna come across in her performance but it just like really comes across in a way yeah. that's very comforting it is and it's yeah like we, t- we talk about you and i and know we've talked a lot about like chemistry between like romantic chemistry between characters but just even this like family chemistry it just that you can sometimes that's also just as magic to find in a tv show to make that work that it's not just like oh here's this person who is a parent to this supposed child and you're like okay I guess and but like you actually sure yeah feel it in fire country and it just it's just like it makes me want to give them both like the biggest hug in the world because it's just like I I just want you to be happy she was like so she was so excited to get to talk to him and like really talk to him Mm -hmm. and spend some time with him and it was very sweet I loved it Mm -hmm. um so but in the middle of that well okay so Bodhi does like of course because Bodhi we love Bodhi like right because he's like I want to save as many people as I can you know like he basically Mm -hmm. he's made that his mission it's like Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be here I'm gonna make as much difference as I possibly can um and they show his tattoo which it looks like it's Riley's handwriting Mm -hmm. you know like her signature and Mm -hmm. it's just like I love that um yes it was a very for me it was like it was the best scene in the episode because it was just like it showed me it was like a window into Mm -hmm. them you know like who they were before who they are now what their relationship looks like Mm -hmm. um it's just a very clear little window into that family Mm -hmm. um and the people that they want to be and Mm -hmm. i liked that um so anyway in the middle of that is when everything goes wrong on this mountain which i forgot the actual name of it but the nickname is apparently mayhem mountain yeah which i i still don't 100 percent know if i so it is mayhem mountain i because when i was watching it was like i couldn't 100 percent remember and then they said mayhem and so i just glommed on to the there's two said- well i mean it has yeah it has an official name yeah and i can't remember what it is but it starts with an m and it sounds yeah. a little like mayhem mm-hmm. um but the nickname for it mm-hmm. is mayhem mountain mm-hmm. and that's because they know there are growers up there there are mm-hmm. you know like um hermits that live up there there are are people that live in those mountains that just don't want to be a part of yeah, it's, society it, as a whole like, for whatever reason in, in quotation marks but like the very like hippie part of town that's where they go away yeah. from the city and all that right. so <laughs> yeah yeah so and her and Bodie have this conversation and immediately you realize that Bodhi was somehow involved in some sketchy stuff going on up there because yeah. he knows the people that are there and you know who works up there and what they do and like mm-hmm. he he knows how it works mm-hmm. um and Sharon knows that he knows how it works because she's like I know you know that it's a very like dangerous place very unpredictable so stay mm-hmm. away from it yeah um you tell Bodhi to stay away let's yeah that's always gonna go well (laughs) you kind of uh jinxed yourself there yep um but also in that scene I wanted to mention they do talk about Vince and I thought it was interesting to hear Sharon talking about Vince to Bodhi because she's very careful not to trash Vince Mm 
-hmm. It's not like she's venting to Bodhi. Mm -hmm. She's just like acknowledging that, yeah, that was a mistake. And she's, you can see, she's trying to understand why Vince is reacting this way, which Mm -hmm. I like as well, because she's like, he's scared. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm mad at him, but I could see that, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I just thought it was interesting. They could have used that to, for her to be like, oh, you'll never believe what he did or mm-hmm. I'm so mad at him. or And mm-hmm. it wasn't any of that. It was like, mm-hmm. he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to regret it, mm-hmm. but he's scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the way she handled that. I thought that was good. But anyway, um, then they all go their separate ways. So then we're into this mayhem mountain thing, um, which... <laughs> uh, it was interesting. Um, so we, before we get to that though, we have Jake and Vince like in the engine on the way. Mm-hmm. This conversation made me so mad. Mm-hmm. Well, because obviously leading into it, we know Jake had that conversation with Eve or and Gabrielle. Oh, we forgot that. Okay, so yeah, leading up to this, it show, they show Jake and Gabriella mm-hmm. too, like they're in bed. Mm-hmm. he's quizzing her on like fire stuff or whatever um and then he she tells him gabriella says i'm proud of you for telling eve um and he said thank you it's going to be a lot harder to tell vince and sharon mm-hmm. and she basically kind of comforts com- comforts and encourages him by saying like they love you you're their family it's mm-hmm. going to be okay but mm-hmm. basically like you still need to tell them mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so that's sort of where, you know, we leave that off for him. I don't, does he talk to Jake before? I mean, does he talk to Eve before or is that after? I can't remember. In the last episode, we know they talked about it. So we can just, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think they really, no, they, they didn't have very much really interaction at all this, this episode. episode. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty much Eve stuck with like Gabriella and Sharon, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but so we know that conversation went down where he's supposed to talk to Vince and Sharon about it. So he's in the engine alone with Vince and you're like, here's your moment. Tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of starts to, because he's like, so I have to tell you, Bodie did punch me. And Vince is like, yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Like I figured. And then they get into this conversation about what, but why did he punch you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. here it is. Like there's your, on, there's your opening. Mm-hmm. Say it. Mm-hmm. And instead vince i guess kind of talks over him a little bit and is like no i know why i know why he did it and jake mm-hmm. like assumes like mm-hmm. and then vince is like he's jealous and i'm like oh my god shut up vince oh shut up it wasn't jealousy it was the fact <sighs> that he was sleeping with your daughter and then broke her heart right her and then right we know that vince does not and vince continues to say he left and then you became more of a son to me than he is and i'm like I I don't care if you're Sharon's husband and she loves you. I will punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. excuse me. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I was like, mm-hmm. this boy who dated your daughter and cheated on her and broke up with her on her birthday mm-hmm. is more your son than your actual son. Oh. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> but Jake doesn't correct him. Mm-hmm. because obviously you can see and i give credit to jordan calloway because i did like believe the moment where he's like he just called me his son i can't tell him that i dated riley now <laughs> like, i believed Mm-mm. that moment and i felt it, it was like oh crap now mm-hmm. you have to give him bad news 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. so we're dealing with that. And I was sympathetic to Jake in that scene, but the further we go into the episode, the less sympathetic I was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so the two of them arrive on scene and there's this guy, which I loved the Burning Man joke, by the way, the guy mm-hmm. running toward them, mm-hmm. <laughs> just Burning Man. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, which, why didn't that guy stop, drop and roll? You that's tweeted I, it. And I, I was yelled, like, that's a good point. That's why I yelled in all caps. I mean, but once again, I also did recently watch like a CSI New York episode where same thing very much happened. He runs out, don't stop, drop and roll. And it's like adrenaline, but I get it. But it's like, stop, drop, roll. Literally. I, f- I feel like, I saw a tweet the other day, which made me laugh, where it was about stop, drop, and roll. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, as a kid, you had stop, drop, and roll drilled into your head so much that you just assumed catching on fire was like an inevitability and not like mm-hmm. a rare circumstance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's true as a kid. Like, I, I, it, they told us to stop, drop, and roll so much that I assumed at some point in my life I would be on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And so, like, watching this guy run, I'm like, stop, drop, and roll, man. Mm-hmm. Did you not learn that in school? Stop, drop, Apparently and roll. Not. <laughs> but they see that he has, like, a bag of weed. Mm-hmm. Which, apparently, what started the fire was lighting up a joint. <laughs> oh. Of course. <laughs> and then he reveals that he has a friend that's still in there, in the forest. And so then they have to go look for the friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um and plenty of time of them alone for jake to tell him mm-hmm. but of course not mm-hmm. of course not no mm-hmm. um and then they come across the camp that belongs to mojave mm-hmm. and i just wanted to say i just want to say <laughs> jake's reaction like where are we i'm like dude do you not see the weed mm-hmm. <laughs> where do you think you are <laughs> like what <laughs> obviously obviously mm-hmm. you have stumbled across a grower camp right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. hello um they do find the kid in the pit which i knew the minute they showed the pit i was like oh security mm-hmm. security <laughs> mm-hmm. um kid that was by the way when they showed the blood on like the sharp stake huh. that was through the kid's leg ah! Mm-mm. oh no Pain. remember that was just it was just a splinter he could walk it off totally fine easy <laughs> walk it off that's what yeah. katie said walk yeah. it off mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man yeah um and this is where we meet mojave and i'm like you're not very smart my dude um no because he pulls a gun on them like immediately mm-hmm. so when you pull a gun on them of course they're gonna call a mayday because they've got a gun on them yeah yeah <laughs> and then he gets mad because they called a mayday it's like if you didn't want them to call a mayday you shouldn't have pulled out your gun yeah <laughs> what? clear as day like where were they gonna go what were they gonna do you didn't mm-hmm. have to pull out your gun mm-hmm. <laughs> just, i don't know it's just like that was stupid mm-hmm. um whatever <laughs> but and then later he wants to use he wants vince to show him how to use the radio so he can tell them that they're not missing their hostages <laughs> which this show man of like not only leaving them trapped with the fire coming near them but now a hostage situation. 
But like, how does claiming them as hostages make it any better? It doesn't. <laughs> They're still going to come after you, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't uh-huh. matter. Just like, okay. <laughs> and literally the whole time, Jake and Vince are telling them like, we don't care that you're growing. We just want to get this kid out of here. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't you just die. let them take the kid and go? Uh-huh. you've turned it into a whole thing it didn't need to be no <laughs> yeah that's why i was like he's not very bright <laughs> no um so anyway that's the situation that they're in and i love that Bodhi the whole time again we mentioned he has like one ear on all the stuff that's going on uh-huh. because his dad is involved and immediately like the antenna goes up right uh-huh. and um, when he hears the sirens, he talks Manny into going, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love the the plea he makes to Manny is like, Mojave's only going to listen to guys like us. Mm-hmm. He's not going to listen to cops. It's going to turn into a huge casualty event that it doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. We can go up there and deal with it and save some lives, mm-hmm. right? Which is when Manny's like, you're a pain in my ass, man. <laughs> So it's so, never gonna get old ever oh so great but i yeah and so they go up there and some of my favorite jokes are from all of this mess like when they're up there and they're trying to help the kid and like vince is down in the pit with the kid and he and manny talk in code about what to do mm-hmm. and you know manny kind of tells him like get out your flare and throw the flare and that'll tell them our location mm-hmm. and i love after vince like throws the flare and Mojave looks at it and he's like, what the hell is that? And Vince is like, like fire. fire. <laughs> it, well, it's, I, I adore Billy Burke because he can do that deadpan face. And I, I don't know. How, I wonder how many takes there were of him then cracking up or somebody else cracking up. Because I, the cackle I let out when I watched it, because he just says like, fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like... <laughs> it was so funny mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it was so funny to me he's like what the hell is that and he's like fire, fire. <laughs> also just very much enjoyed the toss of the flare into the forest yeah. like, just had him once again Mojave not being the smartest guy he turns around for a second and Vince is just like, like tosses it behind him and it was just <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh Mojave not not the brightest ball with the punch not the brightest no <laughs> But I did. I loved that joke. Oh, that was really funny. He was like, mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then earlier when they're coming down the road and like Jake almost runs into a van and Vince goes, hashtag van life. Mm-hmm. What is even happening in this episode? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, but you've got, I love that ma- that um, Bodhi is like the interpreter on the radio mm-hmm. for Mojave because he <laughs> starts out with mm-hmm. Mojave on the radio <laughs> when they get the announcement of like him having the hostages it cracked me up too because he was like is this thing working and i was like well why don't you give people a minute to respond man Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway um so they're like trying to basically negotiate this situation with mojave Mm -hmm. and manny and bodhi are working really hard on mojave to be like you don't have to take this as far as this is going mm-hmm. like you can be one of us you can come to three rock and you can you know serve out your sentence that way and go home to your son right mm-hmm. like you can do that we can help you with that um because at this point 
they all pretty much know he's going to get arrested. Like they're mm-hmm. surrounded by fire. The cops are coming. There's no avoiding it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they're just trying to say like, if we deescalate the situation, you stand more of a chance to come home. Then if you keep going yeah because let it, this kid die yeah because then it's like murder you're adding murder charges into there and exactly then that's there's no way you get to even go to the fire program i'm no. assuming with that kind of track on your record so right <sighs> exactly so they're like if we you let them take this kid save his life then we can help you get out of prison early mm-hmm. it's not even a question of we can help you avoid prison it's we can help you get out of prison early mm-hmm. um and i love that that's when uh Bodhi throws the advice at him like you are not the worst thing you've ever done you know mm-hmm. and I was like full circle mm-hmm. full circle mm-hmm. it was great um but him and Manny like double teaming Mojave was really good mm-hmm. um and those two guys just like having compassion mm-hmm. and trying to actually genuinely help him while also de-escalating the situation Mm-hmm. It's a really nice angle, I think, for the story to use. Mm-hmm. And I love that Vince watched it all happen. Mm-hmm. And although I did get mad when Bodie shows up at the camp and he's like, he's telling Mojave not to shoot because that's his son. I'm like, oh, now he's your son? Uh-huh. No, Vince, we, we you can't do this back and forth. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. either is or isn't. Yes. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of made me mad. I was like, mm-hmm. mm right Uh that's convenient um but i did like the moment later when they're all trying to convince mojave to like let them take the kid when vince tells him like trust me you want to see your son again like you want to see your kid again and i was like Mm -hmm. you do like vince you say that let's see the action like right like it's i it was one of those moments where it's like, is that about Riley and Bodie, or is that just about Riley? Like, mm-hmm. uh, is the question. Like, really, man? Um, yeah. But long story short, oh, and Jake is a douche during all of this too. He's being super rude to Bodie. Bodie's mm-hmm. trying to save his ass. Like, mm-hmm. I loved the argument when Jake gets on him. He's like, "There you are, always getting involved in that outlaw shit," which like tells me a little bit about their dynamic before kind of seems like if if jake is the fuck boy who like gets involved in all this romantic drama mm-hmm. then Bodie is like the legal troublemaker who crosses the line a lot mm-hmm. but is a good guy mm-hmm. you know like there's like two halves <laughs> if you put both of their worst selves together you get like scum <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just interesting i feel like maybe We'll see if this is true, but I feel like maybe Bodhi like broke the law or skirted the law a lot mm-hmm. and Jake knew about all of it <laughs> and was the one that was like, you're going to get in trouble one day, like real trouble. Um, that's the vibe I got from that. But I love that Bodhi throws back at him like, mm-hmm. at least everybody knows who I am or whatever mm-hmm. the line was. He's like, at, you know, like it at least i've come clean about who i am can uh-huh. you say the same and no he cannot oh i was like oh, but he got a point uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. shots fired uh-huh. shots fired um any but all of this to end up in <laughs> in the van driving through the flames with everybody in the van that was wild <laughs> and again vince shouting hashtag van life 
Well, I, driving like, through fire. <laughs> oh, Vince. Vince like, he had all the jokes. <laughs> he did. And I love that they gave all the jokes to him. It worked so well. <laughs> it was really great. But it also gave him this attitude of like, just another day uh-huh. in Cal Fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Um, so they save the kid. They get Malave down from the mountain. Um, you know, everybody lives. It's fine. Um, because the other half of that is Sharon, even Gabriella. First of all, Gabriella in training. Loved it. Yeah, me too. I loved Eve doing the training. Mm-hmm. Um, like her busting everybody's balls and that one guy walking away, which first of all, all you're doing is putting on turnouts. You're taking them off and putting them back on and you need a break? Like, okay, bye-bye. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to go. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you can get out. Mm-hmm. I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So she she's having them drill with like the turnouts just to get that part right, which is understandable because that's mm-hmm. very important. Um, <clears throat> and Gabriella is genuinely at one point loved the moment where she was like, I'm here and I want to learn. Tell me how to do it better. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I love her already. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and in the middle of training, that's when Sharon comes in is like, so Vince and Jake are kidnapped on the mountain. Bodie and Manny are headed up to save them. And we're going to back them up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Eve is like, how? We don't have a rig. She's like, we're taking a helicopter. <laughs> and so they all go but i love that eve's like she's in she's training she's still got two weeks she's like well two weeks just became like two hours yeah which once again i you know it's interesting going from one fire show to another where you know the the little likes of chicago fire where they have the whole academy you go through rigorous courses and training and all that and in cal fire two weeks training well, also on Chicago Fire, they make it clear, like, not only do you go to the Academy and you go through all this training, but there's a lottery to even get picked yeah. to go to the Academy. Yeah. So, like, there's not a guarantee that you'll even get to go to the Academy. Yeah. And then when you go to the Academy, you have to pass all of this stuff. And if you wash out, you don't get a placement. And then when you do get a placement, you're, like, on a probationary status for, like, a full, like, year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, the low man on the totem pole. So it's it's totally different thing and it's very mm-hmm. interesting as like a chicago fire fan to be like wait two weeks of training i mean like i said i mean <laughs> basic rule fire bad yeah and basically it's like anybody who shows up gets the training mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what it seemed like it's like you just have to show up mm-hmm. it's interesting um but anyway uh it was good seeing that i thought it was it was interesting seeing that like gabriella was like the only one that was like genuinely there for the right reasons mm-hmm. um and i loved that and her and eve kind of bonded over that too i liked mm-hmm. that a lot mm-hmm. um but anyways then all the women get together and go off to save the men which is mm-hmm. exactly what i want <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i loved it um and they're there when the van burst through everything you know and to help out it was great mm-hmm. so great mm-hmm. oh my gosh um yeah so I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway, so the van comes through the trees and like everybody's there and they put the <laughs> fire out. Um, and then we have like the after effects of all mm-hmm. of that. You know, Vince has obviously seen a lot from Bodhi in that time on the mountain. Mm-hmm. He watched him 
Bodhi that whole time was very much concerned with not only getting the boy out safe, but keeping his dad alive, keeping anybody from getting hurt, mm-hmm. not just his dad. And so I loved Vince watching that. And as if you're mad at Vince, but you're like, look, see Vince, look, mm-hmm. see, see what he's doing. See, yeah. see. Yeah. It's not just you know? the same old Bodhi who obviously had drug issues when he was younger and just impulsive. Like, yes, he, I mean, he still is impulsive to a certain extent, but he's still trying to direct it towards a good use of trying to get people out safe well and i i also think it's interesting because last episode which we forgot to talk about it we did forget to talk about this part where um manny tells vince that like bodhi's doing a good job mm-hmm. and vince is like oh you got good bodhi today mm-hmm. yeah he'll draw you in and then break your heart right mm-hmm. so now we've we're in the situation where vince is actually seeing it for himself like mm-hmm. he's watching bodhi work and now he's understanding what manny tried to tell him mm-hmm. which is that no your son is good at this like Mm -hmm. he's really good at this Mm -hmm. and yeah so I I love that you're still mad at Vince but you know that he's taken all this in and so you become curious as a watcher Mm -hmm. like what's that gonna do is that gonna change his perspective at all Mm -hmm. or is he just gonna dismiss it like he did last week Mm -hmm. um and that's sort of like the question that we go into from there yeah and Um, one one thing I did want still want to no, highlight good. of you know Manny's comment of hoping that Gabriella was just actually not going to show up to fire Cal yeah. training and I'm just like Manny yeah like just let your daughter be happy like once again we know he's still supportive like uh, like he's still we know he still loves his daughter <clears throat> daily is, is supportive but he's still just hoping she just like won't do the thing he doesn't want her to do she'll and, change her mind yeah and right very clearly we can I, all I tell, think he'll yeah yeah no you're yeah, it's just we can tell she's she's gonna Gabriella's gonna do what Gabriella wants to do, and I don't mm-hmm. think you know. I mean, as a father, it's like you, at a certain point he will just accept it, but it it's still an interesting dynamic to still see for the time being. Yeah, I think he'll come around mm-hmm. once he realizes like she really loves it, mm-hmm. and she's not just doing because I think part of him maybe worries she's doing it for like the adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. you know, because she's not diving right now, and that was really exciting and. Mm-hmm. I could see it just him thinking like it's not a calling, you mm-hmm. know, or he doesn't want it to be. But I think once he realizes that and once he can see for her himself that she can handle it, I think that's mm-hmm. also a question. Mm-hmm. I think he'll come around, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least he's not trying to pretend like he can forbid her from doing it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I and and thankfully they're not focusing a lot on that it's mm-hmm. mostly they're mostly showing you know Manny and Bodie mm-hmm. um you know which I, I really like that dynamic and I like that we're not having to watch him be overbearing with Gabriella mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which is good <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that was definitely part of this episode too mm-hmm. um because I think he and Sharon have that conversation because Sharon tells him like yeah I picked her up at the training or whatever mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, he's like ah mm-hmm. she went to that okay <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so we had that with Manny and Gabriella in this episode just like a little thing just enough to continue it mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then oh we did have also when we had Gabrielle and Eve, um, Gabriella asking Eve, like she said, I know who 
Bodhi was to Jake, mm-hmm. but who was Bodhi to you? Mm-hmm. Again, Gabriella being a little curious mm-hmm. about Bodhi. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I just have enjoyed the way she kind of says Bodhi. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, hey, what about Bodhi? It's like, Bodhi. She's like really thinking about that guy, <gasps> Bodhi. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like we have Bodiella crumbs, like the teeniest, mm-hmm. tiniest crumbs mm-hmm. um but I, eve's answer was interesting she was like i know what he was to me but i'm still trying to figure out what he is to me mm-hmm. i'm like okay well can you tell us what he was though mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> can you answer that question yeah just like a little detail please i'm interested in since she was riley's best friend i'm interested in like what her dynamic with Bodie was mm-hmm. as riley's best friend mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. like what was her point of view on Bodhi because her point of view would have been filtered through Riley mm-hmm. which can be a very different view than yeah. you know what then, like Vince see. or Sharon or the town or uh-huh. Jake so I'm curious as to that and I wish she'd have actually answered the question oh, no <laughs> but it was sort of a cryptic answer like okay that's nice but what mm-hmm. but what was he mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and also there was a little bit i'm gonna say it eden i'm gonna call him that now there was a little bit of it because gabriella brings her coffee and she's like when i told aiden that this was your coffee she made it just how you liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> and eve was like she was just being polite it's like <laughs> come on <laughs> i know I mean, you've asked you've asked her out one time and she said no but she didn't say no forever i know it was just because of that one occasion of bringing up the guy that was hurt in the accident that not probably exactly. isn't good to set up for a first date. So nope. she didn't close the door and say, absolutely not. Exactly right. That's right. So keep on trying, Eve. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, especially because I'm not really into jabs and I'm mad at Vince. So mm-hmm. let's go. Mm-hmm. I need a ship that I can be like, oh, mm-hmm. about. Um, <laughs> hopefully that's going to be them. But yeah so we had but i loved mm-hmm. i need more of even gabriella bonding separate from jake mm-hmm. i need more of that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just like them bonding over the job because i really think that eve could be a good mentor for gabriella mm-hmm. like even sharon i feel like they should team up and like take gabriella under their wing mm-hmm. and i would love to see that on the mm-hmm. show well yeah because i mean great. just always more women in the fire department always more women Mm -hmm. so anyway but i'm also curious as many favors as manny has done for sharon regarding Bodie, i wonder if manny's gonna ask for any from sharon regarding gabriella yeah we'll have to see well we will find out i'm very curious um yeah so that was interesting but all of that leads to our final scenes that we have here i'm trying to think well i don't know did they touch any more on jake i'm trying to remember because he kind of like he comes to the firehouse right after it's all over and he and eve seem to be mad at each other still because eve doesn't really talk to him um and she just sort of says to gabriella like go go hug your man Mm -hmm. um and then i don't think they really talk and i no. And I think for me, I wonder if it's still just like 
Eve just wants Jake to be like honest with Vincent yeah. Sharon about what yeah. happened. And I think she can clearly tell it still hasn't happened. Nope, he hasn't. So it, she's like, until you do that, like you got to figure your shit out yeah. first. And did he even acknowledge to anybody that he didn't tell them? Like, did I can't remember what that conversation with Gabriella was if there was a conversation. Um, I don't, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if when Gabriella finds out what her reaction is going to be. Yeah. I don't know. Because she didn't like push, push him to tell, but she was like, you know, it's going to be fine, but you need yeah. to tell them. Um, yeah. So I'm curious how much longer he can put that off. Um, so we didn't really get any closure on that, which is interesting. Uh-huh. And I actually kind of like it because Mm -hmm. not everything is going to be solved and i think that's how it should be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but then we get to the final scene which you think is just manny and sharon Mm -hmm. at con camp because they're talking at first Mm -hmm. and you think oh sharon's gone to visit bodie okay um and they're talking about gabriella which is the conversation that we talked Mm -hmm. about and then Mm -hmm. sharon goes hold on i just want to look at this like she i think she calls it beautiful or something and she mm-hmm. they turn and then you can see that it's vince and bodie talking Which, and i love first of all that sharon is just like there's my boys mm-hmm. my boys are talking to each other finally mm-hmm. um that's on its own wonderful mm-hmm. then we actually get to hear the conversation between the two of them mm-hmm. um and where bodie had told manny earlier in the episode that he has in his head his dad telling him it should have been him after the accident right and that's that's a hard thing to hear as a viewer because like those are terrible words yeah to say to someone um and i mean I, whether they're your son or not yeah i mean it's it's one thing if it's just like a person you know but your own parent saying that to you wishing basically saying they wish you were dead instead is just mm-hmm. like oh that that stays with a person yeah it's terrible mm-hmm. so this is when that's all going to come to a head right like we know we see them talking and it's like okay this is where we're going to have stuff out and it went the total opposite direction that i thought it was going to go mm-hmm. as this show always does at the end they're like you think this is going to happen wait no. reverse it mm-hmm. it's going this way mm-hmm. um that whole scene i billy burke first of all what that was he was so good in this scene mm-hmm. because you spend the whole episode so mad at him mm-hmm. you get to this last scene and you're like maybe what was going on in his head wasn't what i thought was going on in his head this whole time yeah and you don't look at it as like wait that doesn't make sense you look at it as like oh no i get it now mm-hmm. you know like it's like it flips your perspective on everything you think you're watching mm-hmm. in a way that's actually believable mm-hmm. i mean it the way it was written and the way he performed it went together so well mm-hmm. um it was brilliant and i mean just that first shot of like you see it being him i started getting teary-eyed because i mean everything we had been kind of seeing from vince is that he wanted nothing to do with yeah. seeing Bodie outside of you know if they were on scene together at all and it just started choking me up because it's like like he's maybe finally seeing the changed yes. man his son is becoming it's not that he is like obviously Bodie still has to work through some shit but he's trying to be better yes and 
And Vince flips those words around on him to mean something else. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously he still said them. They still have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But he took those same words and gave them a positive meaning this time, Mm -hmm. which was so, uh, that got me. Like mm-hmm. it got me real good when he was like, it should have been you. And Bodhi was like, no, you've said this to me before. I get mm-hmm. it. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> We're fourth generation Cal fire should have been you. You should have been the one in the engine with me sitting next to me, not Jake. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're here now. And I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, It was so I don't know. Like, I just got really emotional the minute he said that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. Like, it's growth, growth. Well, We're seeing growth. And it was, and it's, it kind of made you think of like, you know, he's probably thought this for a very long time. And it's just, you know, obviously with what happened with Riley, that dream was shattered in an instant. And it's just like any hope that he had of, you know, Bodie being with him on rig was gone in an instant. Mm-hmm. And he, so you kind of, when, that kind of heartbreak of a dream happens it 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 breaks your heart and it does and so it's like you can kind of understand a little bit I still don't agree with what you know Vince said to Bodhi at all but you can still understand it a little bit more I think I think based on the what he said was like the impression that I got was that he wanted it to be Bodhi all along oh yeah like from a very young age wanted Bodhi to be in the fire service mm-hmm. to be working with him but Bodhi just wasn't interested in it mm-hmm. which that happens with every parent kid dynamic there's something that your parent is really into and you're not mm-hmm. and it is awkward because mm-hmm. like, you want that connection you can't have it over that thing you know mm-hmm. um, and that's how I kind of see this because we obviously know from the flashbacks that Bodhi was into baseball right he was either playing professionally playing in college and he got injured whatever that was mm-hmm. um, I could see how that being Bodhi's primary interest might rub Vince the wrong way because he's like mm-hmm. long history of firefighters mm-hmm. come on you know and uh, um, I think that's probably been a struggle they've had Mm-hmm. all of Bodhi's life mm-hmm. but I think in light of what happened with Riley like you said it just went out the window not just because you know they lost Riley but because of the damage mm-hmm. in the aftermath that was mm-hmm. inflicted emotionally on all of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think he just gave up on it like that was the moment where he was like yeah. it's not gonna happen it's never gonna happen Mm-hmm. letting that go um but now he's turned around because he's watching Bodhi work on himself mm-hmm. in a way that Bodhi probably never has before mm-hmm. and I think being on that mountain with Bodhi changed everything for Vince mm-hmm. uh, because he's again like we said earlier he's seeing what Manny tried to tell him mm-hmm. uh, that there's a lot of things that Bodhi does that you can't teach Mm -hmm. and Vince sees that now so he's he's on the pulling for Bodhi train with the rest of us now Mm -hmm. but I love Bodhi's reaction it wasn't like oh gosh dad that's what I've always wanted to hear from you Mm -hmm. it was uh because he talks about Jake like um Vince talks specifically about Jake Mm -hmm. he's like you weren't interested in it Jake was right Mm -hmm. 
And so for Bodhi, that's like, well, the way I see it is you kicked me out and started a new family. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ready to go back to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to that. He's And did he say, this is a question that I had. Did he say mama or mom when he was referring to Sharon? I feel like he said mama. It kind of. Which I loved. Because you mostly, everybody mostly says mom on television. Yeah. You don't get a lot of mama. And I'm from the South. So like. Yeah. That's what you call you. You call your, to her face, you call her mama. Right. Yeah. Like you, it's not mom. To mm-hmm. other people, you say my mom. But to your mom, you say mama. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I'm pretty sure he said mama because he's like, I know mama wants her family back. But mm-hmm. he's like, I can't go there again. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Um, and that conversation, first of all, you're mad at Vince. So having Bodhi voice that anger to him feels mm-hmm. good as a viewer because mm-hmm. it's cathartic. You're like, yes, it's exactly what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. That Vince moved on with his life, left his kids behind and mm-hmm. just decided that Jake was his new son. Mm-hmm. even though even though jake is working on himself he's not really deserving of the title right correct correct so that scene captures that feeling that the viewer has been having for like three episodes mm-hmm. and as much as you're happy that vince is growing and he's finally seeing who Bodhi is the like smack in the face of Bodhi's angry reaction feels so good mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it was so good mm-hmm. and i again the fact that they're letting this family be broken and complicated and layered and then all wrapped up in grief as well mm-hmm. is just really, mm-hmm. I mean, grounding to me. Like it, it feels like it is, it is grounded in reality and in emotional vulnerability in a way that I think TV tries to like, like skirt around sometimes. Yeah, and I feel like in a lot, like in a lot of other shows, they kind of just ramp it up to just be almost like soap drama esque drama, like to a point of like it just feels kind of ridiculous at certain points. But like you said, it's incredibly grounding of like this family has gone through shit, but they're still a family at the end of the day. Hmm. Hmm. And they have stuff to work through. There's anger mm-hmm. that's not going to be resolved. Mm-mm anytime soon Mm -mm. that has to be worked out um you know there's they all have their vices they all have their secrets um and you understand each character while also wanting the family to be cohesive Mm -hmm. you know and that's Mm -hmm. i don't know i just i really enjoyed it makes you root for them even more you're like Mm -hmm. okay absolutely people are on different pages but they all want the same thing. So mm-hmm. let's let's get it, get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm here for the journey. I'm mm-hmm. here for like the healing. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I again, Bodhi's reaction to Vince, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly what you should have said. That's exactly how he's feeling. It's mm-hmm. how we were feeling. Mm-hmm. It was pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and Billy Burke. And Max Terriet in that mm-hmm. scene, man, mm-hmm. that was on point. It was mm-hmm. on point. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like the, it felt raw mm-hmm. and it felt mm-hmm. like, like I said, vulnerable. It, it feel the vulnerability in it. You feel the, the emotion. Yes. Too. Yes. The like, it's again, raw is the only word I can come up with. Mm-hmm. It, it felt 
raw right there in that moment honest yeah and it, and just coming off the cuff this is exactly how I, I feel right now I think for both Vince and uh, Bodie is they had kind of become numb to a lot of I think the pain they let themselves try they pushed it down so it, be, it became numb so that they weren't feeling that loss of Riley but them having them come together they were exposing that nerve again so it hurts and like you said it's raw but they're family and they do love each other at the end of the day and it's mm-hmm. just it's like you need to not just let it be numb you need to work through that pain and I think you have an interesting point too where Vince and Bodhi had both sort of written each other off right mm-hmm. in their minds there was no hope there mm-hmm. um and so they've got like you said they're numb to not just Riley but to each other mm-hmm. because they've written that off in their minds as a mm-hmm. failed relationship and now that the pieces are coming back together mm-hmm. like now that Vince is wanting to put some effort into healing that relationship of course mm-hmm. Bodie is going to respond with resistance because he had that relationship ripped away from him one time before mm-hmm. he's not going to want that again mm-hmm. um even if he finally feels like his father might believe in him and think he can do something well there's still that okay but how how many mistakes is it going to take before you take that back mm-hmm. you know like what mm-hmm. am i going to do in the future that you're going to change your mind about me mm-hmm. uh, so now that they're no longer writing each other off completely it's going to be interesting going forward to see how that works mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. is vince going to start trying to visit him when sharon does is he going to try and open that dialogue again keep it going Mm -hmm. next episode obviously we know vince is in big danger how is that going to play into that dynamic is that going to you know sort of move the needle in vince's favor for bodie um because again he's going to come up against possibly losing a family member is that going to be the thing that like pushes Mm -hmm. them closer i'm i'm super curious to see where it goes from here because we're left in this very tense place with them um yeah Mm -hmm. well it's with you know my thought going in like obviously with still the whole thing was jake not saying anything of like his history with riley and then you know Bodie then Mm. eventually saying what i think he still wanted jake to end up saying that's right Mm -hmm. so it's and i I loved kate adore you katie I I, I, i will keep mentioning you every single episode i don't care um but it's just like spilling the tea like obviously of like jake had kept it a secret and Bodie, yeah, it was hard because Bodie didn't feel like it was maybe his place to say it, but obviously Vince pushed him yeah. enough to saying, "Just tell me the damn truth, Bodie." Like, I on. I forgot that that was a part of that conversation uh-huh. until you just said that, and then uh-huh. I had the flashback of it. Yes, uh-huh. no, but that was totally needed for him to say that. Like the, and I I love that he didn't give all the gory details because again, like you said, first of all, his sister made him promise not to tell, right? Uh-huh. So, and he's guilt, he feels guilty over that like mm-hmm. his sister dying him driving the car of course mm-hmm. he's going to honor that promise harder than any other promise he's made anybody ever in his life right mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to break that promise Two, his dad's relationship with jake is not a thing that Bodie really wants to get into you know yeah. it's like i i don't even want to think about that Mm-mm. and he, Mm-mm. three he doesn't even want to think about jake <laughs> because he, i mean you know he's rightfully pissed at the guy Mm-hmm. um so him starting to spill the story and then just be like 
you need to talk to Jake. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. That's the way it should have gone. But I do love that now Vince knows. Yeah, and it it intrigues me for I wonder if that's how Vince get in gets into the situation he's in next week of I when he's like obviously but battalion chief, right? Battalion chief. That's yeah. In, yeah. He's a right. battalion chief. Yeah. So it's you know maybe he's not that I hate, I hate to say like hot headed about the situation, but is it because he's upset with Jake and him not telling him the truth? Like not I'm... necessarily, but I don't know. It just it makes me just wonder how it's gonna. I'm curious about it too, like what the dynamic between uh-huh. him and Jake is going to be next week. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if maybe it's like a silent punishment thing where he doesn't say anything to Jake uh-huh. about it, but he just is very clearly put out with him and like uh-huh. doesn't trust him with as much as he once did. Uh-huh. You know, I, uh-huh. maybe he goes it alone because he just doesn't trust Jake anymore. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that, that works. Also, when is Sharon going to find out? Is Vince going to tell Sharon what Bodie said? Or is he going to try and find out the full truth first and then tell Sharon? You know, I'm I'm so curious. And plus, Vince is so concerned with Sharon's stress level. Mm-hmm. Is he going to share that? I don't know. Because you could see it both ways. There's so many questions. Again, they answer some questions yep. and they give us new ones. Yep. <laughs> yeah there's so much going on already mm-hmm. and now we're gonna meet new characters next week mm-hmm. like oh my god mm-hmm. I, this show is like nuts in the best way possible mm-hmm. correct <laughs> i love it so much mm-hmm. oh my goodness like i'm already addicted to this show mm-hmm. and we've only had three episodes i know i know what it's so good oh man oh man and i love like first of all the show itself is good second of all the cast is like super excited Mm -hmm. to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and they're very enthusiastic about it um and it seems like the executive producers and like everybody the crew they're all very excited about this show Mm-hmm. um and i love that i love mm-hmm. that like you can tell that they're genuinely earnestly excited absolutely um and that makes me excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and plus the numbers are really good like getting the news this week about their ratings and the demo share that they have and like all of the good news that we got um mm-hmm. about how well this show is doing the most watched series premiere this fall mm-hmm. most watched Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing. Um, their jump in the live plus seven was like over 8 million. Mm-hmm. Their episode numbers range from like 5.9 to 5.6 million. Mm-hmm. With a 0. 0.4 in the 1849 demographic. I don't, maybe you don't speak ratings, but all of those things are good. Yeah, not too much. <laughs> like that's exactly what a network wants to see. Yeah. Yeah. But those things, the 1849 demographic is huge for the networks and to be doing so well mm-hmm. in that demographic, they're, mm-hmm. they're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. They just need to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And with the way they're writing the show, the way it's being performed, I don't, I don't see them losing any viewers. Mm-mm. The only thing I see is them gaining now that word of mouth is out. Mm-hmm. So. So we could still, I would say, I, I don't call it out too much, but 
the Fire Country Twitter account, I would like a little more Twitter interaction during the episode. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> not mad. Just saying it. Yeah. Out into the universe. Wait, this story for this, guys, is that the night of the episode... <laughs> after after the episode was over kim and i were texting and she was like they tweeted once a half hour before the episode and then once mm-hmm. when the episode was over <laughs> she was like that's it it's like i want to interact so, with you let me interact yeah. with you <laughs> so if if the social media team for fire country is listening perhaps tweet more than twice during the episode yeah. or if you just want to tag us and we'll just do the tweeting for you i don't care i'll do it Kim is is live tweeting all the time. I live tweet from my personal account as well. So we were both live tweeting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and it was really interesting this time because for the first 20 minutes, Twitter was really quiet. And then oh. it was like, we got 20 minutes into the episode and there they all were liking everything. And mm-hmm. I don't know, because the cast is like right now really interactive on, mm-hmm. on social media, which is great fun. Mm-hmm. That's always fun when a cast is like into it. Mm-hmm. um but it was quiet for like the first 20 minutes they might have been filming they wrapped episode nine very true yesterday though so they might have been filming i don't know but it was just really funny because like I, t- I was talking to katie uh and my friend helene and i was like where is the cast right now like max mm-hmm. normally likes every single tweet <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that man is like he if you tweet about fire country he will find it <laughs> Yes, he will. And I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, they were quiet for like the first 20 minutes. I don't know what was up with the official account because I think during the premiere, they tweeted more than that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I don't know what was going um, on there. Who knows? But I mean, overall, though, still fantastic episode. I mean, I hate to say it, some shows, you know, by the third the third episode, sometimes it starts to can even be a bit filler like and absolutely not from fire country well and also with some shows it takes them three episodes to get Mm -hmm. exciting Mm -hmm. no (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like sometimes you watch a show and you can't get into it until the fourth or fifth episode Mm -hmm. um this show has not been like that this show Uh like took off like a shot you know it's Mm -hmm. like has not stopped has not slowed down Mm -mm. um you know we're going we're Mm -hmm. we're off we've got Mm -hmm. real stories continuing plots character development is happening in front of our eyes Mm -hmm. um i mean all the drama all the excitement the adrenaline every episode while i'm watching is like through the roof Mm -hmm. uh yeah they're they're not pulling any punches Mm -mm. (laughs) they're a freshman drama but they're not acting like it again Mm -mm. this is what i mean it feels like we're watching an established show even though Mm -hmm. it's not an established show by any means Mm -hmm. um it just feels that way um and i love it i love the energy behind it Mm um and i'm very excited to keep covering it and to keep mm-hmm. talking about it and mm-hmm. see how many more twists and turns they throw at us mm-hmm. because now we have a full season order to look forward to mm-hmm. um and a mid-season finale that they just wrapped they just finished episode nine and i'm nervous but also no. very curious <laughs> um it's gonna be great i am so excited um, and I'm not saying this show won't break my heart. I'm sure something will happen at some point that I'll be like, why? Yeah, we'll see. But maybe it won't be why in a bad way. Maybe it's just like 
because sometimes some sad things happen on shows and they don't make me angry. They make sense, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying sad things can't happen on shows ever. They just need to make sense. Mm-hmm. So as long as sad things happen and they make sense, then it's good TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hoping for here. I'm hoping sad things happen, they make sense, and it's good TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I'm I'm just very excited. I want next week to come so I can meet our first female convict. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that's got me like super intrigued right now is Rebecca Lee. Me too. So you want to get to some listener thoughts? Oh yes. We have, we have emails. I know. We usually just have one from Helene, but we have another one today. Also just want to quickly comment. We had just lovely, uh, I think her name and please correct me if I pronounce this wrong. Itina Bivens. She just, you know, I tweeted earlier saying we were recording. So please share any thoughts, feelings, comments, whatever. And she said, I'm just loving the show and what it's based on, which, you know, I do. I, that's what we've kind of just been echoing our thoughts of we're loving it thus far. And it's just, it's still a really cool concept that, you know, we really haven't seen before. And we're just looking forward to seeing what they do next. Yes. Yeah. The excitement on Twitter about this show is so, it's, it's exhilarating Mm -hmm. to be a part of something new that people are like i mean there's already a best of fire country twitter account there's already a a fire country gifts account yeah there's i mean there's a fandom forming already Mm -hmm. it's so crazy i love it everybody's Mm -hmm. so enthusiastic Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's it's the best um all right so let's do megan's email first helene emailed us as always because she mm-hmm. it's tradition we have to get an email from helene and i am here for mm-hmm. it uh but this is megan and she emailed us and she said okay vince is warming up on me he's not on my shit list anymore but he also has to stop treating jake like he's god amen yeah. megan yeah. Uh, speaking of jake it would have been better for vince to hear about what happened with riley from him instead mm-hmm. of Bodie, in my opinion but to each their own you are correct uh-huh. the ideal situation would be for jake to have told him but uh-huh. jake fucked up yeah. <laughs> so vince had to hear it from Bodie. um and then her other point is i also love the focus on the friendship between gabriella and eve yes uh-huh. French uh, female friendships are a selling point for me on any show as long as they're executed well and this show showed that perfectly Eve was tough during training but she was also keeping it real with how the job is I feel like she'll be a great teacher and I can't wait to see how Gabriella will do as a firefighter mm-hmm. Megan 100% we agree with everything mm-hmm. you said in this email mm-hmm. I was so stoked to see Gabriella and Eve interacting and then when you threw in Sharon mm-hmm. it was good it was real yes good. Yes, let's have that more, please. Mm-hmm. I am so hoping that they're going to mentor the heck out of Gabriella and like help her move through Cal Fire mm-hmm. and become like fully fledged badass firefighter lady. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it. And then here's Helene. As usual, Helene's email is very long and I love it so much. She always sends us these huge emails. It's nice. I love it. Okay. So she says, episode two was pretty good. It was great getting some more details on what happened the night Riley died and her relationship with everyone and some more backstory sprinkled in there. The first big shocker was Sharon's kidney disease. Come on, Fire Country, you better not harm our queen or else. (laughs) 
seriously though i could see a situation towards the end of the season where she needs a kidney kidney transplant and bodhi either is a match and can't donate due to his former addiction being an inmate or where bodhi isn't a match and vince blames him for riley's death because she could have been one Ooh, i I, honestly i'm not gonna lie i had some thoughts going like deep yeah i had some thoughts about bodhi being a potential match of some sort and yeah so we'll see and i'm i didn't even think about that Uh uh-huh that ooh, uh-huh. that's some good speculation uh-huh. we'll have to see where they go with that because uh-huh. that would be wow that would be intense uh-huh. second shocker our second big episode reveal manny was an inmate she put that in all caps uh-huh. <laughs> that explains so much honestly but still it was a now i have so many questions how old was he when he went to jail how old was gabriella was she even born we know that the reason he was able to be captain afterwards is because of sharon i wonder how vince felt about it since he apparently has a hard time with second chances or maybe just his son having a second chance i can't wait to learn more about manny echo all of that we have all of those questions Uh (laughs) um i'm actually a little curious about when talking to her sharon says something like you're from san francisco people wonder what you're doing here is she running from something too Again, I have uh-huh. a question. I would like to know the answer to that. Overall, a solid episode, not quite as good, not quite as good as the pilot. I thought some of the dialogue was a little contrived, some situations a little over the top, but this is me being picky. I that's what I mean. Yeah. When I talked about the situation with the inmates giving up their seats, I know the way no. it felt it did feel a little forced. So I agree, but I loved the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. they did need it because they're trying to establish Bodhi as a natural leader right so i get it episode three now this episode was fantastic definitely the best one yet the show is hitting its stride and i'm here for it i was riveted through the whole hour i looked up at 9 50 and was shocked it was almost over yeah that's when you know it's good tv mm-hmm. but it goes mm-hmm. so fast and you're like how is mm-hmm. it over already um everything worked very well i did love that manny followed Bodhi's instincts and went rogue with him instead of Bodhi going by himself which he probably would have done Uh and I love the fact that Bodhi rescued both Jake and Vince despite both of them being assholes to him yes because Uh that is Bodhi Uh he's a noble selfless hero and I love him very much him and his medium shirts I know but it's also because firefighting is in his blood and so it's like you can't fourth generation cal fire Uh mm-hmm Speaking of him, I'm not sure where I fully stand on him yet. I do appreciate the fact that he apologized to his son. Oh, Vince. Okay. She's talking about Vince. And seems to be willing to move forward and give him a second chance. But there's a lot of things to be forgiven there. He's the reason Bodie left after Riley died. Quite uh-huh. possibly the reason, or one of them at least, why he relapsed and eventually went to jail. Ooh, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Didn't even think about that. Um, which is why I'm so glad that Bodhi didn't accept his apology right away. Those two are going to have to work hard to rebuild bridges and I'm eager to see it unfold. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in this, she has this little section, what I need in the future. Gabriella becoming a full member of the firefighting team. She and Jake working together could prove dot, dot, dot. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, more Freddie. I definitely want to know more about him, too. I'd love to see more of the friendship developing between him and Bodhi. Uh, I cannot wait to see Vince confronting Jake about Riley. Seriously, he needs to be shoved off that pedestal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let's knock him off of that pedestal Vince put him on. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of patterns in each episode that I hope they break, like Sharon being extra protective of Bodhi. Yeah, that was getting a little old. 
in the in the third episode when she kept giving Manny orders to keep Brody away like I, I get it she doesn't want him to get hurt but if he's gonna be doing this firefighting thing she's gonna have to get past that yeah um and yeah. she's yeah it's okay so far and understandable, but at some point she needs to trust him and Manny to be safe. And Bodhi going rogue on big fires. I get why they've done it so far, but it might get old fast. Yeah, that's why I say I want somebody else to go rogue and for Bodhi to be oh, like, no. all right, no. I guess I'll go with you. <laughs> um, they, they, you know, if they do that every episode, it is going to be like, uh-huh. again, I'm thoroughly enjoying the show and cannot wait for new episodes. So that was, thank you, Helene. That was a very thorough, very wonderful email and brought up so many things I didn't even think about. Uh Uh Thank you for that. Um, You guys, seriously, email us. Uh Do you have any thoughts about the show? Anything as they're airing, whatever. If you want to email us after one episode, you know, we don't record until the next one. That's okay. Uh Just email us as things pop into your head. Uh Uh Um, I've put the email up on the Instagram again. Kim puts it up every time she live tweets. Uh Uh we're making sure we're putting it out there so please use it we love hearing from you guys Uh um megan and helene thank you so much for those emails Uh um again so much fun discussing this and like Uh hearing your thoughts and Uh how they align with ours or how they're different it's great Uh Uh please keep them coming (sighs) that was fun Uh Uh (laughs) um yeah i mean these two episodes were were really great Uh i'm i cannot wait for next week Uh I'm no, so it's to do this again. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. So next we'll have our little concluding segment. Mm-hmm. Well, we had two very good episodes of Fire Country to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apart from that, we've also been, you know, watching other things mm-hmm. and reading other things so this is our segment where we talk about what's brought us joy mm-hmm. um i want to say still the rookie i'm like i'm really vibing on the rookie mm-hmm. this, i love Good. it um that's number one and then um the second thing that's just really been fun for me this week is i've been um re-watching Smallville <laughs> I need to do that too I I miss it I haven't seen it in yeah. so long it's so comforting like mm-hmm. I because I know how I know what happens you know mm-hmm. like even the sad things I know they're coming mm-hmm. so it's it's comforting for me to go back and watch because it is also my high school experience because that show mm-hmm. was on when I was in high school mm-hmm. and like it's just I don't know it takes me back to when life was a little simpler mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of fun to rewatch it. Uh, also, the I, when I'm watching it, I think about the fandom that I was involved in and like the crack ships that I had. Like, mm-hmm. not I wouldn't call it. Maybe they're more rare pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I can't believe. I mean, I can believe I shipped it because I still see it. Like, I was a big like guilty pleasure Chloe Lex shipper. Yeah, was I like, can understand. I that. would. I would go read the fix, but other than that, I didn't really like pull for it or anything, but mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. interesting. And I'm on season three and that was a big, like Chloe and like season. They had a lot of interactions. So every time they have a scene, I'm like, 
Yeah, now I remember why I liked this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I think I might have to start that too because I'm just looking for something because I'm rewatching CSI New York from the beginning, and so that's been fun to do too. But oh, I miss CSI Smallville. New York. Yeah, of the CSIs, I love I love them all, but CSI New York holds a special place in my heart compared to the others. I went through a phase where I was obsessed with the OG CSI. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite character was Nick. I loved him. Loved him. Um, and I shipped him and Sarah, which was never going to happen because mm-hmm. Grissom and Sarah was like the ship, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I did. I was like obsessed with that show. And I did watch CSI Miami a lot. Miami was good too. But like yeah. I said, for me, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of all of them for a long time, but New York for me holds a special place in my heart. I don't know that I ever really watched that one. I think I watched like an episode mm-hmm. or there, mm-hmm. but I don't think i ever really sat down and watched it um it's so funny though that the csis went through like csi and then they all went away and now the Mm -hmm. original is back (laughs) no and they're calling it csi vegas which i'm it feels weird for them to do that but it's your show do whatever you want to do but when they announced it i thought it was funny because i was like why are they acting like it wasn't set in vegas before (laughs) i know i know (laughs) what yeah, that show. I remember that pilot being a big deal when it mm-hmm. aired because they killed a, a crime scene tech in the first episode, mm-hmm. and they get you all attached to her, and then she's dead, and you're like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that being like a shocking thing, and everybody was like, "Whoa, you gotta watch this show!" Mm-hmm. I remember that. Man, CSI those were mm-hmm. good times. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, Reliving Smallville is interesting too, especially because the show at the end is mostly, I remember more of it at the end, obviously, because that was more recent mm-hmm. and like rewatching and just rediscovering how different the show was in the beginning versus what it is in mm-hmm. the end is really interesting because well, I'm like, it's a totally different show. Also, you can remember <laughs> how, how many networks did it technically go through? It, Two. Okay. Because I can, because I remember it's just like the whole era of being UPN then the WB then yeah I the think it, was... it came I think it came in after the UPN thing okay so the UPN thing I think was earlier mm-hmm. in the it was like might have been late mid to late 90s I think might have mm-hmm. been when they switched from UPN to WB mm-hmm. so it came in after the WB okay. transition yeah and it actually came in when I'm listening also to Talkville the podcast mm-hmm. and from what mm-hmm. Michael and Tom have said um as soon as they realized smallville was doing well ratings wise it was like wb was in this era where they were just wanting to make better television Mm -hmm. so they were throwing all the money they could at smallville Mm -hmm. to help them make the show better once it's once they knew it was going to do well Mm -hmm. um so it was that era of the wb where like Mm -hmm. they were trying to transition from like the sitcoms that they were Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. to an elevated level of television Mm -hmm. um that's where Smallville came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did. It was there for the change from the WB to the CW, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was real interesting um, as a viewer. Because it was like, I know what the show was on the WB. I don't know what the show is going to be on the CW. <laughs> um, and I am of the people who think that the CW ruined Supergirl. Um, I loved it when it was on CBS and I mm-hmm. watched the second season when it switched over to the CW and then stopped and I was like, mm. it's not the same show. I can't do it. Um, 
So yeah. I I love the later seasons of Smallville. I really feel like because it was doing so well on the WB, the CW didn't really touch it much. You know, I think they did the same mm-hmm. thing with like Supernatural and the other mm-hmm. shows that were doing really well on the WB. I think they were just like, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do know that the CW would have kept producing Smallville mm-hmm. if the show hadn't been like, no, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, even like when they announced the last season, the CW was like, we we could do more if you want and they were like no mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. think so mm-hmm. yeah like the whole reason arrow exists is because the cw tried to do a green arrow spinoff with like justin hartley and justin hartley didn't really want to do it <sighs> yeah we could have had it all we could have had it i all. know dang it. i know i know anyway oh. what about you <laughs> Um, well, I did, as I mentioned, I did finish Accidentally Amy. Um, and it's like, seriously, if you need to like, still not even think about like Evan Hawkins ending on Chicago Fire, go read it. It's wonderful. Yeah. You, it, they literally the embodiment of Violet and Evan, like so perfectly and just it's like the verbiage so used good. in there perfect like i mm-hmm. i know she doesn't know who they are like the, the author in real life but it fits them perfectly it does well it's so funny because i tweeted gifs of them like mm-hmm. i quote tweeted it with a gif of them like isn't this them and she like liked it and she replied and she was like oh my god mm-hmm. and i was like yes exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> i i mean it's so funny for a, a writer who knows nothing about Evan Hawkins and Violet Mikami. She got them so right. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. makes me incredibly happy. Like every time in the book uh, that um, she calls him Mr. Chest or Chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it just makes me happy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a Violet thing. Because yeah. Also, I won't, I mean. like, I don't want to go into too much each just because everybody, you need to go read it. it, that the main character just has such a fun conversation with coming up with all the words for, like, having sex with the, the main guy character, and it's just, that feels like <laughs> such a violent thing to do, and it just, it worked, and I loved it dearly. Yeah, it's, they're, they have a lot of text conversations, mm-hmm. and they're all very funny, and they, they're phone conversations, too, because the female main character is like intentionally ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's wonderful it mm-hmm. like it gives me vibes from like the episode where violet was intentionally leaning into like the chemistry thing because she mm-hmm. knew it turned evan on like mm-hmm. that that's what mm-hmm. i get from this book mm-hmm. and it's wonderful mm-hmm. um yeah go everybody go read it mm-hmm. go read it and the only other thing I did want to mention, because I know we were both obsessed with it, is Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight. Yes! That, it's just so wonderful, so good. Need to go give it, like, five million more listens. And oh just, yeah. I, I listened to it. We haven't talked about it yet, you and me. No. Um, like, a little, but not much. I, the first listen <laughs> I went through afterward, I was like, I'm still too overwhelmed to be like, this song is a favorite this song Mm -hmm. is a favorite Mm -hmm. rank them and everybody else was already ranking and I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to rank them because it's Mm -hmm. so sonically cohesive Mm -hmm. it's like one big one very long Mm -hmm. song to me and I'm like I love them all (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's no skips 
Mm-hmm. There's no skips. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's. I saw a tweet that called it 1989 on night mode, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then somebody else said it was like 1989 and Reputation had a baby. I'm like, I can oh. see it. Oh. I can see it. Yeah. No, I, I was up late the night it came out to listen to it. I think I listened to it twice before I went to bed. Um, mm-hmm. and then, of course, been listening to it and relating it to ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a song on the 3 a.m. edition that made me cry because it's definitely now a hakami song mm-hmm. would not have been before no but it mm-hmm. is now because it's entirely about grief mm-hmm. uh, why mm-hmm. but there is another one on there that is a hakami song and it's a happy one it's called snow on the beach mm-hmm. such a hakami song mm-hmm. like the minute the line in the song that really strikes me the most is like it's like snow on the beach weird but fucking beautiful mm-hmm. and i'm like and mm-hmm. then she says you wanting me tonight seems impossible <laughs> yeah it's so Kami at the gala <laughs> i just really need to go listen to it like a million more times and just embrace it and i mean i still love it dearly because it's it's like i've equated like some some of like uh folklore and evermore like those felt like very much like i could be having like a glass of wine with a fire going still enjoy listening to it like this i want to turn it up like on a late night drive and just like this belt it out Uh uh-huh it's a stadium tour album Uh is what it is it's a stadium tour album like folklore and evermore are great but they're very intimate like yeah yeah perfect way to yeah they're they're not you're not gonna be standing in a stadium with your phone out and the light on you know like rocking out it's a very different experience um and this is definitely a stadium tour album oh um a hundred percent yeah this is like this is the kind where you want to be at the show, like vibing. Well, yeah, because it's you can just imagine everybody starting to sing out, "Hi, it's me. I'm the uh-huh. problem. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. that's my mental health this past yeah, two that's weeks. A I'm lot just gonna be. I'm gonna be real. It's yeah, once like, again another line. Just go right to therapy with that. Of like first, mm-hmm. uh, first Manny's line of like, mm-hmm. you're, "You're not you on your worst day, whatever." And then I'm the problem. Period. Hi, it's so. me. Yeah. I'm the problem. It's me. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally my mental health mm-hmm. at all times. Thank you. Taylor mm-hmm. captured it in a song. I thought that was impossible, but nope. She did so, it. But also extremely it. calling me out with mastermind. Like I felt personally called out <laughs> with mastermind, which I'm like, okay, Taylor, I didn't I didn't need that. I hate to say like intrusive thought, but it's like I I, I don't need to be reminded of it at one in the morning listening to your album oh, for the man. first time. The the song that really got me like got me so emotional not because of any ship reasons just mm-hmm. because of the song was sweet nothing mm-hmm. because taylor and joe wrote it together and i was sitting there mm-hmm. thinking like oh my god they love each other so much mm-hmm. like it was just like painfully clear in the song mm-hmm. how strongly they feel about each other mm-hmm. and it had me crying and i was like their love mm-hmm. is so beautiful mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm such a sap mm-hmm. <laughs> um no, but it is a great out like oh anti-hero is like an anthem. Mm-hmm. It's it's so good. And then vigilante shit. Oh. That first line, draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. So good. And then karma. 
I mean, mm-hmm. every stinking song on that album. Oh, and also, uh, what's I, I? I need to pull it up from the three AM version of uh, "What If Could Have Should Have." It's I'll just oh. go listen to it, and um, you will have thoughts. Everybody will have thoughts. And let me just say this: there's <laughs> there's a reason we haven't heard from John Mayer in no. a few days. No. <laughs> somebody needs to check on him make sure he's okay i don't know maybe not i don't know but (laughs) him and scooter braun they should just permanently Mm -hmm. be in hiding Mm -hmm. (laughs) she does she does not let them rest those poor Mm -mm. guys Mm -mm. i love it so much i love it same man yeah that album is so good y'all like mm-hmm. go, go give it a listen really. oh from beginning to end the 3 a.m edition actually let me say this first start with the standard edition do that one first because it is how she intended the album to be heard mm-hmm. then go listen to the extra tracks on the 3 a.m edition mm-hmm. also be prepared when you listen to big whole sky bigger mm-hmm. than the sky bigger than the sky mm-hmm. bigger than the sky i got that wrong i don't know bigger than thinking. the whole sky bigger than the whole sky but mm-hmm. just be prepared it's it's gonna wreck you it's gonna wreck you so yeah. hard have some tissues readily available oh my god that one in labyrinth that one was a good one too i'm i'm gonna uh, i'll be getting over you my whole life no mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's the line i mm, we're not i don't want to no mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh that that's that, that and you that were bigger hits. than the whole sky you were more yeah. than just a short time <gasps> that it's you know that that hits a little too close to home on many emotional fronts and many especially fronts very like ship fronts Taylor. that you know they ended far too soon or didn't end the way you wanted them to and it just stabs you right through the heart with that song in like a good way i would say taylor i just i don't know how she does it every time i don't know like i hear one album and i'm like oh this is the best album ever then i hear the next one and i'm like no this is the best album ever well because and it's just it keeps it's because they're all so different i mean you know if you want to be an artist and if you want to do the same there's nothing wrong with still keeping with the same vibes there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever but i can also be incredibly respectful of the fact that if you want to be an artist and do different things you can create these really awesome things and have their be in their own lane and love it mm-hmm. 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 yeah she i mean every album has a different vibe mm-hmm. everyone and it's it does it it makes it hard to like choose i will still say to for me personally lover is like the album of my heart Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's such a comfort album for me Mm -hmm. um but there is also something really special about folklore to me as well and i Mm -hmm. feel like this album is going to be in that top three Mm -hmm. those two but as far as ranking songs i don't i can't i can't even do it because even the ones that i think i don't like at first end up growing on me Mm -hmm. which is weird (laughs) because <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm very much like normally if there's a song i don't like i just don't like it mm-hmm. but not with taylor even the ones that i'm like eh, this one's kind of strange mm-hmm. i end up you know knowing all the words and and vibe into them anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, but yes, that was a big cause of joy this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best kind of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man. And I, I ordered the um, lavender edition from Target, like the that has the hits different. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to get it, it this week and I mm-hmm. can't wait to listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And that one's mm-hmm. with Aaron from Folklore and Evermore. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. So anyways, oh. go listen to that. Mm-hmm. Re- read Accidentally Amy mm-hmm. <laughs> and drown in your Hakami feels. Because as far as we're concerned, Evan Hawkins is not dead. No. He's he he's to, alive. He went to the other district and they, they might just be on a break for the time being. Oh, That's know. fine. Yeah. Yeah, he just transferred. He's mm-hmm. he's not dead. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, but no. actually Mm-mm. though. Mm-mm. We're not we're not gonna talk about it. Uh, dang. Um <sighs> but yeah. So I think we're officially going to start referring to the bar that we have our drinks in as Smokies. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I'm still deciding we haven't met Maya on the show yet. So no. should we be talking about Maya or Aiden? I kind of still like referring to this unknowing being as Maya of not knowing much about her, but we're, we're thinking Ma- much more about her. <laughs> <laughs> The mystery figure yeah. yeah that's true we should just stick with that yeah yeah My, maya's gonna she's gonna be kicking us out in a little mm-hmm. bit we're shutting mm-hmm. down smoky's tavern mm-hmm. sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. least we know smoky's tavern has scones though maybe uh-huh. we can have breakfast there in the future mm-hmm. a bar has scones i love it i love it so much same same <laughs> i'm here for it mm-hmm. um anyways time for us to go mm-hmm. we shall be back in two weeks mm-hmm. talking about two more episodes of fire mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. um i am very excited i like seriously mm-hmm. this show is going to be so much fun uh there's not really i was thinking about it the only ship that we have to like root for at mm-hmm. the moment I'm gonna call him Eden. I'm making it happen. It's gonna be a thing. If that'll change now in our next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. between now and then. The news that comes out, the way the two next two episodes shape the show, because we're getting mm-hmm. close to mid-season now. Mm-hmm. Because we're on two and three next time we'll talk about four and five and then there's just four more episodes mm-hmm. until the mid-season finale mm-hmm. what? that's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. that's crazy so get ready mm-hmm. get ready for some stuff to happen because we meet new characters in the next two episodes mm-hmm. Be good. anyways and i will by the way if you're following the twitter i will be live tweeting the rookie Mm-hmm. every sunday mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. on the ladies night account that will be me kim mm-hmm. does basically everything else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i i will do the rookie um mm-hmm. because i just am getting a lot of joy from that show yeah. right now um no, and then kim still 
Yeah, exactly. Kim still tweets about Chicago Med Mm -hmm. and Chicago PD Mm -hmm. on Wednesdays. I think at this point, we have something happening live tweeting on the Twitter, like almost every other day, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is cool. Mm -hmm. Last week, we had a lot going on because I also live tweeted the rookie feds Mm -hmm. because it was the crossover. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't be doing that every time. Mm -mm. That's okay. Um, So good for them. They did get a full season order too. So good for them on that front. Oh, yeah. So did East New York. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The rookie feds, East New York, and So Help Me Todd mm. um, all got full season orders. I have been watching East New York, by the way. It is so good. I haven't watched the third episode yet, but the first two were amazing. So um, I'm happy for that show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, there were a lot of shows that got full season orders this past week, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, but yeah, so Sunday we have the rookie that we live tweet. Wednesday, mm-hmm. you're doing one Chicago stuff except for fire. First time <laughs> We're still mm-hmm. not watching that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, fire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim does the live tweeting from the official account. I will do it from my personal account. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go out and follow the angel author, mm-hmm. you will see my live tweets mm-hmm. uh, for fire country. Um I think that's everything that we have, but that is, that's like, it's a fun full schedule. Three days of a seven day week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. Um, yeah. So basically, I guess we haven't really explained this. Our philosophy now on the show is that we are dedicated to fire country, but um, I like to make a Disney world joke and say that uh, it's a salute to all entertainment. Mm-hmm. but mostly procedurals mm-hmm. <laughs> so um if you don't get the reference that's a reference to muppet vision 3d um anyways so we'll be live tweeting a lot of procedurals um we will still talk about other things during hiatuses like bridgerton and mm-hmm. we're thinking about doing something fun for timeless next year mm-hmm. um a lot of things we're just trying to i i will say rebrand yeah, just you know, just ha- we're having I a think good that's time. Fair. Yeah, yeah. So mostly fire country, but we'll still touch on other things, especially during hiatuses. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, really, we're thinking about doing something for timeless because next year is five, mm. five years since the series finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's on our minds. And yeah. if you have anything else that you guys want to hear, any special requests that we can talk about during our hiatuses, um please let us know mm-hmm. uh, we're we'll be happy to add those to the list for mm-hmm. sure um because we just have like the thing mm-hmm. things that we're thinking about we still have some episodes we thought about over this I give us a shout send us an email comment on a mm-hmm. post or reply to a tweet mm-hmm. we're here mm-hmm. <laughs> we're here we're gonna put those handles all over the place mm-hmm. um so if you want to follow us on instagram that is ladies night underscore pod and that's mm-hmm. spelled correctly um you're probably looking at the twitter handle and i'm having a hard time i know it's spelled funny because it's l-a-d-y-s ladies night but i can't remember the exact format yeah at ladies with d-y-s night pod and so yeah just you know there we go and then the email is podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com so mm-hmm. There you go, guys. You know how to reach mm-hmm. us now. And we have to go because Maya mm-hmm. is kicking us out of the mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. So 
reach out, interact. Let's continue this mm-hmm. conversation in some other time and place outside of Smokies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye, Kim. Bye, Logan. See you next time. Bye.